Yale as uh, the Deckerville Eagles finish their warm-ups on the far side. The Yale Bulldogs are right in front of their bench after the introduction of all the players uh, with their parents, the band members, and uh, the cheerleaders. So it was quite an introduction ceremony uh, for everyone here and a great celebration for a very good year for this Yale Bulldog team, Tom. They had them all lined up uh, all the way down one sideline of the field, so real good participation here at Yale, and uh, they're getting cleared off the field now, and uh, they've had the toying cost, Nort. Uh, Deckerville deferred and is going to kick off to start the ball game. Well, we'll see which end they uh, pick to uh, kick from, uh, which goal to defend. Of course, the Eagles... Uh, have been uh, battling for the league championship for quite a few years. They've had some great years the last uh, five or six years under Coach Bill Brown. This year, they're 6-0, and and uh, they're probably ripe for the pickings, Tom, I would have to say. Well, of course, you know, when you're on top, everybody is shooting for you, and uh, that's uh, what you have here tonight. Yale, very comfortable being here at home. In this park setting down here at Yale, a very nice setting here with a uh, very nice field. However, the field is tore up a little bit from the wet weather that we've had. Well, I walked out on it, Tom. It's really in pretty good condition today. It's, uh, we didn't get as much rain as uh, I thought we did down in this area, and it uh, turned out to be a pretty good track. It uh, won't be a real fast track, but neither one of these teams have great speed anyway, so they're going to grind it out and... Uh, Probably uh, the Eagles will put the ball in the air, and you know that that big line is going to try to open some holes and get some running room for Hefehe and Willard and LeMay and whoever else lines up in that backfield. Richard Merriman lines up. He's going to kick the ball off for the Deckerville Eagles. Too deep uh, for the, I think Willard is back there at one position. And the kick is going over to his side. He picks it up out of about the 12-yard line, fakes the handoff. He has the football. He's hemmed in back there. He's not going to get away from that 10-yard line by much. He's inside the 15 when he's tackled down there by the Deckerville Eagles. They weren't fooled at all, and it's deep territory for the Yale Bulldogs, Tom. Justin Trohill, first one down there for the Eagles, getting down there and dropping Willard at about the 15-yard line. That's where Yale will start. Then we'll mark, 15. we'll mark it on the 15, first and 10 for the Yale Bulldogs as we get underway here in this one. They come out uh, with a couple wingbacks this time. Kind of an unusual situation. Uh, they don't have any deep back behind uh, the quarterback, but there's a man in motion. And they give to the fullback. He has some running room up the middle. He's pounded after four or five yards, but a good gain on first down, at least five yards, maybe six yards for the fullback, Fehe. Fehe off the right tackle there. Looks like he picked up about six north, second and four. We'll give him six on the play as the Deckerville Eagles tried to stop that center of the line but uh, good surge by the offensive line of the Yale Bulldogs that time. Same formation with the two wing backs and one in motion and the give uh, is to the first man through again and he has some running room and a first down as he pounds his way up over the 25 to the 26 to the 27 yard line as Josh LeMay busts loose for about 7 or 8 yards. Uh, LeMay, uh, coming from that wingback slot that time, in, came across and took the handoff and off left tackle there and picked up the first down for Yale. Well, we'll have to give him eight yards on the play. 
First and ten, the first uh, first down of the ball game. Same formation once again. The motion has really bothered the Deckerville Eagles so far, and a pitch goes to the deep back, and he has some running room again as LeMay comes from that uh, right wing back position, and he has seven or eight yards. He has the ball up close to the 40-yard uh, line. We're going to mark it on the 38, gain the nine on the play. Yeah, a real uh, nifty play there by Yale as LeMay went uh, from his right side across the other way and took the pitch, picked up nine on that, and a real nice first down gain for Yale. Second and one, the Yale Bulldogs are on the move. Same formation with one back behind, one man in motion to give to the fullback. He's trying to get some room up the middle. He's not going to get much. He may have a first down, but Faye is hit almost as soon as he gets the football. Stop the clock here, and then it looks like, maybe, nope, they're going to give him the first down. Well, I thought he got a couple yards on the play before he was pushed back, but it's a first down, and they're up close to the 40-yard line. We'll mark it on the 39. Pearson uh, from his middle backer spot there making the stop, but uh, not before he was able to get by that first down marker. So first and 10 on the 39-yard line of Yale. Yale on the march from their own 15 now up to their 40. Same formation with a man in motion. Drop back, given to the fullback. He has some running room, breaks loose uh, off the right side. Faye almost uh, broke it for big yardage, but does get about seven, maybe eight yards on the play. Same play, North, uh, they opened the game with. Uh, Fahey from that fullback slot, off right tackle. And a nice gain on first down as Yale is uh, moving the ball on the ground here in the early going here from Yale. Give them eight yards on the play. Second down and two for the Yale Bulldogs. The ball's marked on the 47-yard line. They have to get just short of the 50 to the 49 to get a first down. Same formation. Brennan looks over the defense, drops back. He's going to throw the football, throws it long and deep. He has a man open, and it's caught. And he's tripped up, but a great throw down that time to Jerry Boyk as Boyk pulled it in on about the 20-yard line and gets a big gain of 34 yards for the Yale Bulldogs. All the way up to the 25-yard line, Nord, is uh, Gary Messing uh, was able to bring him down or else he'd have been gone as he got behind Messing and a nice pass by Brennan for a real good gain there for Yale. Well, mark it uh, 33 yards on that play. Given to the fullback again, he goes nowhere. Now this time that interior defensive line for Deckerville was able to stop Fahey with no gain. Fahey, uh, no loss of a half a yard on the play, but we'll just say no gain, and it's second and 10 from the Deckerville 20-yard line. Great pass from Brennan to Boyk, and they're mar knocking on the door. That's the Yale Bulldogs. Here they go with the two wings, fullback behind Brennan. He drops back. He's going to throw the football again. It looks like a screen pass set up on the left side, and he has his man over there. And he's out in the open. He may go all the way. Yes, he goes into the end zone. A great pass from Brennan to Berrien out there in that left flat for the 20-yard touchdown pass. Well, that uh, screen pass was set up very well by uh, Brennan as he dropped back and faked right like he was going to go to the right. And then he hit Berrien on the left side. He had blockers in front of him. Took it all the way in for the score. 25-yard touchdown pass. Brennan. 
to Berrien. Eight plays, and the Yale Bulldogs march from their own 15 down the field, an 85-yard drive. They pitch it to the left. They're going to go for the two from over there, and they're not going to get it. And so with the 8.15 on the clock here in the first quarter, it's Yale 6, Deckerville nothing. We'll be right back. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Paying for insurance in a lump sum every six months or each year can be a hassle and a strain on your budget. With an auto owner's insurance flexible plan, we can consolidate all your personal insurance premiums into one easy-to-handle monthly payment. With a flexible plan from auto owners, we'll make sure you never feel the sting of an annual premium. See Tim Sheridan, Tom Epsey, and Sharon Nuremberg at the Sheridan McLaren Agency at 16 Lincoln Street in Sandusky. Well, Delk kicks off and has a deep one. It's taken on about the 15-yard line there by the Eagles. And looking for some running room is uh, Gary, Messing. Gary Messing, number eight. And he brings it up to over the 20 to the 25. And uh, it's going to be a first down for the Deckerville Eagles. They'll mark it on the Deckerville 25-yard line. Good kickoff there uh, by Yale, driving uh, Messing back deep. And uh, not real good field position for Deckerville as they start from their own 25. A result of a good kick by Yale. Well, they actually have a better position than Yale, so we'll see what the Eagles can do. <laughs> and dropping back, and he's going to throw right away. It's Oh, it should have been intercepted. It was right into the hands of Rob Lepla, and uh, was overthrown to Roski, or else it would have been off to the races for him. Maybe a touchdown on the interception, but it goes as an incompletion. Yeah, a little mix-up there uh, between Roski and Palmer, and... Uh the ball went in right into the play's hands, and he just wasn't able to hang on. I think he was surprised that it came to him instead of going to Roski. Well, it was a little high, and that probably saved him from having the interception. Second and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles from their own 26-yard line. They line up with a couple backs with one split out. Roski out to the right, and there's a fumble on the play. The Eagles uh, might have recovered it, I believe. Oh, the official is... No signal. And no signal. So it's going to be third down. So second and ten goes as a fumble, and the Eagles end up with no gain on the play. Well, they dodged the bullet there. The, that being the Eagles, a uh, fumble there would have really been costly at their own 25-yard line. Not a good start for the Eagles. They give up an 85-yard touchdown drive on the opening uh, series. Now they find themselves with third down and ten. The ball's on their own 25-yard line. They wing two men out to the right. Palmer's back. He's going to throw the football. He has the ball hit in the backfield, and he doesn't get the pass off, and it goes as an incomplete pass, and the Yale Bulldogs are going to take over. It's fourth and ten now, and the Eagles are going to have to punt it away. 
Looked like Medelsky got in there and uh, tipped that ball and uh, knocked it down, so he had no chance being caught, and Richard Merriman's going to have to come in and punt this ball away. The Eagles unable to move the football in their first possession. Roski will split out one side. Go down and try to uh, keep this from being a uh, long run back. Merriman has kicked very well all year long. Gets a good snap. Little short kick, though, and it's going to hit uh, short of the 50. Takes the Deckerville bounce and goes out of bounds just short of the 50-yard line. It'll be Yale and Deckerville territory when we come back in 30 seconds. Get ahead at St. Clair Coney Community College. Are you ready to start your college career? To seek a better job? To personally enrich your life? SC4 can help you reach your goals with quality, affordable instruction. They fit your lifestyle with a variety of day, evening, and weekend classes. You can also take college courses at six convenient SC4 centers throughout the thumb or at home online. Call SC4 for a free class schedule. Reach your goals to get ahead at St. Clair County Community College. Here we go. Man in motion. Given to the second man through, and he is hitting the backfield. Nothing there that time for uh, the deep back Willard as he uh, came from that wing back position and uh, the slow developing play, and it's a loss of one on the play. Gordon Hardy uh, broke through there and kind of broke that up. Didn't make the tackle, but slowed it up enough, and uh, the rest of the Deckerville pursuit stopped him for about uh, a one-yard loss. Second and 11 now as the ball is marked uh, close to the 50-yard line, just barely in Deckerville territory. Brennan brings him out. 6-0 Yale right now here in this first quarter. Man in motion, given to that motion man. He is hit in the backfield, but he gets away. Has some running room, gets to the outside, but he's going to be hit with uh, just a short gain as the pursuit of the Eagles was there to keep him from breaking a big play. Well, that was Darian coming from that uh, wingback slot, and Deckerville hit him deep in uh, Yale territory, but he was able to bounce off of that and get about three or four positive yards. That will give them four on the play, and it's going to be third down and seven for the Yale Bulldogs. The ball's just short of the Deckerville 45-yard line. We'll mark it on the 46. 5.58 to go here in the first quarter. Yale leading six to nothing. Brennan brings him out. Wings a man right and left. Big fullback is behind him, man in motion. He drops back. He's going to throw the football. He's been very effective so far. This time it's no good. It's over the head of the intended receiver. Good defense that time as Gary Messing was there and behind the receiver, and it's going to end up being a fourth down for the Yale Bulldogs. Messing in good position that time. Nearly uh, picked that off. Uh, the ball was up in the air, and he had a good shot at it, but wasn't able to come down with it. Roski will go back for the Eagles deep to receive this punt. Back to punt the book football is Rob Turner. They had a little trouble uh, the last time I saw this team, and uh, hopefully they get a good snap this time. Turner picks it up and just gets it away. Roski is going to let it fall uh, short, and uh, it's going to roll to the 10-yard line. Takes a Yale bounce and rolls to the 11. That'll be first down for the Deckerville Eagles from their own 11-yard line. Brian Miller uh, for the Eagles nearly getting a piece of that as he broke through that line. Had a lot of pressure on that. Came very close to blocking that for Deckerville. 5.34 to go here in the first quarter. Deckerville's backed up against its own goal line. No mistakes here or else they'll give Yale the ball in pretty good field position. 
Yale leading six to nothing with 534 to go here in this first quarter. Palmer brings him out, looks over the defense, drops back. He's going to run the football this time, has some running room off the left side as the uh, running back comes out of there with the football. That's C.J. Bowling. Well, just that uh, up the middle play, that belly play to C.J. Bowling, one of the, the staple plays for the Eagles. And that time picked up nine yards for the Eagles. A good play on first down for them. Well, the Eagles uh, put it on the ground this time after struggling in the air three times the opening drive. Now they have themselves set up for second and very short yardage. Don't be surprised if they throw in this situation. Man in motion. Trohill dropping back and giving to the fullback, and he has running room again. C.J. Bowling is up over the 25 to the 26, maybe to the 28-yard line. Good run by C.J. Bowling and a first down. Well, the Eagles doing a good job there of spreading out the defense as they had two wideouts there and just that same play right up the middle of Bowling and uh, C.J. running very hard, picked up about five yards on that, six yards, I believe, give him a first down. Well, they've uh, got uh, nine yards on that play, too. they got nine on both plays. They've gotten 18 yards in two plays from their own 10-yard line. They're up to the 28-yard line. First and 10 for the Eagles. Given to the second man through. Trohill breaks out in the open, has some running room. Going to get a first down as he gets across the 30 to the 35 to the 39-yard line. Trohill from that wingback slot. Come on crossed from left to right, picked up a couple blockers and a nice gain on first down, gives the Eagles another first down, first down and they're on the march. Well, they went from their 28 to the 39, a gain of 11 on that play. First and 10, Deckerville, as they're on the move, on the ground. Mark it on the 39-yard line. Same formation, they wing a man out. Two backs behind Palmer, he's going to throw the football. Has a man open long and deep and gets it to him. It's caught. And uh, all the way down the sideline goes Nathan Roski, I believe it is. Yes, it is, Mark. Roski, just a fly pattern on the right side. He just split right, and uh, Palmer hit him right in stride. He had pretty good coverage, but he just hit him perfectly. And uh, all the way up to about the 19-yard line of Yale. A great play there by Deckerville. 32 yards on that pass play from the 39 to the 20 or to the 19. First and 10, Deckerville on Yale's 19-yard line. They drop back and give it to the fullback off the left side. Running room there for C.J. Bowling. He bounces his way close to another first down. In fact, I think it is inside the 10-yard line. Going to be very close here to a first down. And again, they go that belly play to Bowling, and uh, they're going to give him a first down. It's going to be first and goal. Ball's marked on the 9-yard line. Deckerville with a good drive of their own as we wind down in this first quarter. Yale leads six to nothing. Given to the halfback off the left. Oh, a fumble on the play, and Yale's, nope, it's still loose, and I think Yale did end up with it, though. We'll see what the situation is as they fight for it on the bottom of that pile. Bowling was fighting for it. And it is Yale's football. Big break for the Yale Bulldogs as Bowling lost that football and Pac offs it up. Well, uh, Yale is able to stop Deckerville result, on result of a fumble, and they're going to take over on their own seven-yard line. Number 90, Yale, just in doubt on the fumble recovery. 
A big break for the Yale Bulldogs. They lead six to nothing with uh, 3.30 to go here in this first quarter, and they have the football back and kept the Eagles out of the end zone. Delk, number 90, with a recovery for Yale. Brennan brings them out, has a man in motion, and there's a penalty flag thrown. That usually means that there is illegal motion or something on the offensive side of the football, illegal procedure. So instead of having the first down on the eight, they're going to be half the distance to the goal and have a first down in about uh, 14, maybe 13. They walk off half the distance and we'll say 14. Ball now resting on about the four-yard line, so uh, they're deep in their own end here, Yale is, after recovering that fumble by Deckerville. And we're early going here from Yale as Yale leads six to nothing. Well, they're back on the four-yard line. Brennan looks them over, has a man in motion, drops back, gives to the fullback. He's trying to get some running room. He doesn't have anything at all as uh, Fahey gets the football, maybe back to the five-yard line. We'll see where they mark it. No gain on the play. It's going to be a second down and 14. An interior line of Deckerville doing a good job there of stopping uh, Fahey right at the point of attack. He's, uh, we'll give him a yard on the play because it uh, looks like it's a little shorter. It's about 13 to go now. From this uh, vantage point, it's hard to tell. Yale leads 6 to nothing here in the first quarter. Brennan takes the snap, pitches to his deep back, and he doesn't go anywhere as he's hit by the uh, linebacker that came in from that left side. Looked like Scott Merriman came through there and got him uh, before he could uh, get away. Uh, he came in from the left in position. That was pitched uh, to LeMay coming from that wingback slot. And uh, Merriman running, running him down. Third down and 13. No gain on the play. Third and 13. It's just outside the three-yard line of the Yale Bulldogs. Mark it on the four. And uh, they don't want to make any mistakes down here. Look for a handoff maybe to the fullback on this one and just try to pound out some yardage and not uh, make any mistakes and give Deckerville the ball back deep. And, and uh, they <laughs> lost some yardage. I think the quarterback kept the football. Uh, he faked the handoff and... Uh, Brennan kept it trying to fool the Eagles, and he didn't fool anyone. He lost a couple more yards on the play. It's back on about the two-yard line. He's going to be punting from the back of his end zone here, and uh, Delk, I believe, uh, does the punting for Yale. The last time uh, they punted, Deckerville had a lot of pressure on him. Uh, don't be surprised they come after him here. Fourth and 15, backed up into the end zone. I'm surprised they don't bring everyone in the block in this situation because of the, uh, it gets a bad snap too and uh, does get it away. Roski catches it on about the 30-yard line, trying to get to the outside and does. He's down the right sideline. He may go all the way. He's into the end zone. And they, uh, is it going to be a touchdown? Yes, I think they're pointing into the end zone. Nope, they went out of bounds on about the three-yard line. It's out of bounds on a six-yard line. Well, he, uh, Roski, caught that on the near side of the field here and uh, cut all the way to the far side to get to around a line of blockers there and nearly get a touchdown there. 
And uh, everyone was looking for possible flags, as quite often you see on a punt return, but no flags, and the Eagles first and goal from their Yale three-yard line. Roski on a 25-yard run back on that uh, run. Palmer looking things over, calling this play. Dropping back, giving it to his fullback, looking for some running room, and he's close to the end zone. He falls forward, and he fumbles the football again. And I don't know who ended up with it, or if they called him down beforehand, or if they say he was just short of the end zone and say he was down on the one-yard line. Oh, another almost mistake by the Deckerville Eagles. Nearly lost it there, but uh, retained possession. Now the ball sits on about the one-yard line. Well, give him five yards. It's second and goal from the Yale one-yard line. Winding down here, 36 seconds to go in this first quarter. Palmer brings him out, looks things over, takes it himself, fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown for Palmer, and we're tied at six. Six-six with 28 seconds to go here in the first quarter. This was set up by Roski's 25-yard punt return. After Deckerville had fumbled deep in Yale's end and they had to punt from their end zone, Roski, a great job returning that punt in uh, about a six-yard drive here as Palmer caps it off with the quarterback sneak. That's got to be demoralized and be backed up in your own end zone than have uh, the young man run it back almost into the end zone on the punt return. Palmer calls timeout. He didn't like what he saw on the setup uh, for the extra point, and so they call timeout with 28 seconds to go here in the first. It's 6-6. Yale and Deckerville will be right back. For years, Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. It pays to shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish both Deckerville and Yale good luck in tonight's game. We hope the listeners are enjoying the game and hope your favorite team wins. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call our office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before October 15th and receive free installation by just mentioning that you heard this advertisement on this station. Best of luck to both teams from everybody at Adelphia Communications. Well, the Eagles are going to go for the two-point conversion. Last week, they kicked three or four of the extra points. This week, uh, oh, there's a man in motion and a five-yard penalty. Oh, a man went in motion, and the left guard moved at the same time, and that's going to cost the Eagles five yards. Now they'll probably have to change that. They're going to bring in the kicking D, and Merriman is going to try the extra point. Almost put themselves in a position where they have to try for the one-pointer. Well, the... Uh they get this they may be happy that they went that way we'll see <laughs> roski is the backup quarterback and he's doing the holding chores for uh richard merriman gets a good snap from center it's down it's up and no good it looks like it's to the right yes it is no good so the kick is no good with 28 seconds to go it's 6-6 yale and deckerville will be right back four michigan hospitals have closed this year due to financial difficulties Several reasons have been given for the closure, including lack of funding through Medicare and Medicaid programs. 
Whatever the reason, residents of these communities have one less choice for a hospital. Salem County is fortunate to have three hospitals dedicated to quality, accessible care. At Deckerville Community Hospital, they believe choice is important. Choice of doctors, emergency rooms, and hospitals. When choosing a hospital for your family, choose Deckerville Community Hospital, where they give you a quality choice in health care. Well, Roski, I don't think, got that snap down uh, real straight on the ground for Richard Merriman that time, and it was leaning a little to the right, and that's where the ball went, a little to the right. He'll kick off, Richard Merriman will, for the Deckerville Eagles. 6-6 is the score, 28 seconds to go in the first quarter. Long over and kick, taken down on the far sideline by Steve Willard. Willard comes up the left sideline, gets away from one man, and is hit and driven out of bounds on the far sideline at about the 25-yard line. Lotsky taking that after the reverse and uh, not fooling Deckerville at all, though, as uh, they stop him at the 24-yard line, North. That's at the Yale 24. We probably have time for maybe one play. Oh, they have a penalty against the Deckerville Eagles, I believe. Might be a... Uh, hitting him when he was out of bounds over there. It looks like it's going to be a long one, the first 15 yards against the Deckerville Eagles. This could uh, put Yale in pretty good field position from the 25 up to the 40. Just short of the 40, we'll mark it on the 39-yard line. Just 23 seconds left in the first quarter. Gives them a uh, much better field position as a mistake uh, by one of the Eagles uh, with a late hit. First and 10, Yale Bulldogs from their own 39. Officials get situated. Here's that uh, double wing formation, man in motion. Take to the pitch man, uh, to the motion man, and given to the fullback, and he goes nowhere. He is hitting the backfield. The one wing coming, uh, Willard, I believe, and Willard is uh, stopped for a loss. I believe that was Vogel that uh, got penetration there by the Eagles and uh, making a stop in the backfield there of Yale. That's the end of the first quarter. It's Yale 6, Deckerville 6. We'll have a second and 13 for the Yale Bulldogs when we return on WTGV-FM. Griner's Corner on the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road is your home for BP gasoline and so much more. Griner's Corner features video rentals, grocery items, beverages, party supplies, and the Michigan Lotto. Griner's Corner also has camping supplies available to enjoy the rest of the camping season, or you can get ready for the hunting season with a stop to Griner's Corner. They have hunting and fishing licenses available along with hunting supplies. It's all at one location, Griner's Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road. Who helps you build? Moore and Carter Lumber invites you to take advantage of a great fall special. Choose beautiful Alfada cabinets for your kitchen and get a free sink base with a minimum order of 12 kitchen cabinets. Select from many wood choices, including oak, maple, and cherry, and lots of door styles. See Moore and Carter for in-home measurements and see what your kitchen will look like before you buy. For custom-made Lafada cabinets, it's Moore and Carter Lumber in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. We help you build. 
Well, Yale has a second and 13 from their own 37-yard line. I think they gained a half a yard on that exchange uh, at the end of the quarters. 6-6 <laughs> is the score. Man in motion for the Yale Bulldogs. Fake to him. And dropping back, uh, Brennan looking for someone to throw the ball to. He had a man open, but he didn't hit him as he had a man coming across the field. And uh, Reno uh, was wide open, but they couldn't get the ball to him. Well, good pressure there by the Eagles, uh, number 81. Castillo was chasing Brennan, and Brennan uh, wasn't able to throw the ball on the move uh, right to Reno, who was open. So it'll be third and 13. Well, some coaches call that happy feet. You've got to stop, plant your feet, and throw that football, and you'll throw it a lot straighter. It has a tendency to float when you're on the run. I know that uh, that's one of the criticisms that uh, Charlie Batch uh, of him is that he throws a lot on the run. And it's hard to throw. Brennan looks over the defense, has a man in motion again, drops back, he's going to throw the football again, has a man open, and it's incomplete. Oh, he overthrew another uh, pass uh, to Reno, and uh, would have been close to a first down. He was up close to the 50-yard line. And it looked like Brennan uh, thought Reno was going to keep going on an out cut there, and, and Reno just kind of hooked up and didn't keep going out. A little miscommunication there. Well, we have a little stiffer wind now at this time of the football game. Every, it's kind of gusty uh, off and on, uh, but uh, I think he's uh, kicking a little bit into the wind on this from this end. As uh, Turner drops back, gets a good snap from center, gets it away. Oh, it's blocked! It's blocked, and it's going to go out of bounds, and Deckerville will have great field position inside the Yale 30-yard line. Brian Miller in there. Uh, he nearly got that first punt, and uh, that time he got through there, made the block, and a big break for the Eagles. They're going to mark this uh, just inside the 30. We'll say on the Yale 30-yard line with uh, 11.46 to go here in the second quarter, the Deckerville Eagles with great field position. And you're right. They've come close almost every time they punted the football. Palmer brings him out, looks over the defense, wings Roski out to the right, fakes to both of those men and keeps the football, throws it to the short man, Scott Merriman, and uh, didn't get much out of that one. He actually had uh, the big man a little deeper, Richard Merriman, and I think he probably could have got it to him and had uh, pretty good yardage. Or in that case, uh, Palmer maybe could have uh, used Scott Merriman as a blocker and taken it himself in that situation. Well, he only gets uh, two on the play, maybe three, so it's going to be second down and seven for the Deckerville Eagles, who haven't had any trouble moving it on the ground. They've moved Roski out to the right, dropping back and giving to C.J. Bowling. He hooked. He has uh, running room off that left side, close to a first down as he hits the ball close to the 20-yard line. You have to look twice to see if he has the football or not, Tom. <laughs> well, they do an excellent job, as we've talked all year long, of faking the football, and uh, a lot of times uh, they fool us up here in the booth. Third and one now as he's marking it right on the 20-yard line. He's got to get to just inside the 20, about the length of the football, short of a first down right now. Palmer brings him out. Split backs behind him, Trollhill and Bowling. He keeps it himself. He has the quarterback sneak and a great line surge by the Deckerville Eagles as he gets about five yards on a quarterback sneak and just busts his way close to the 15-yard line. That's uh, Scott Merriman, I believe, at uh, the center position. 
for the That's Eagles. Mike Merriman. Mike Merriman. Mike Merriman. Mike Merriman. Mike, I knew it was a Merriman. Mike Merriman. We've got a few Merrimans on yeah. this team. Two of them are brothers. <laughs> Leading that surge for Ryan Palmer and uh, first down Eagles, 15-yard line of Yale. He gets five yards on the play. First and 10 from the 15 for the Deckerville Eagles. Palmer brings them out. They're on the Yale 15. He drops back. He's going to throw the football, and he has it blocked away. He tried to throw that one in a good defensive play that time by Molesworth as he came in and knocked the ball down. Second and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. You surprised the Eagles went uh, to the air on first down as proficiently as they're running the football? Well, they, they aren't having any trouble running the football at all, and uh, Coach Brown is very impatient. <laughs> he likes to score quickly, and he likes to pass. And he throws a lot of passes. He's going to run. Nope, he's going to throw this one. He has a man open in the end zone. Is he going to get it to him? No. Over his head, and he had the man open. It was incomplete down in the end zone there to C.J. Bowling. And uh, just a little shorter or a little more loft on that, he'd have had the touchdown. Threw it uh, a little too far, and the ball was actually out of bounds. And uh, Roski had no chance there for it. But he definitely can uncork that football. Well, now they set up a third and ten. Do they have to throw on this down? They almost put themselves in a position to throw. Well, you're in four-down territory. Two running plays might do it, too. Well, we'll see what they do. They're going to throw the football. He fakes, and he throws the ball to fade to the end zone. Oh, he's got to be interference. Yeah, there's the penalty flag. He had a hold of the jersey of Roski trying to hold him back, and uh, it's, it's going to be holding against the uh, Yale Bulldogs. He, he was pulling on the jersey. He knew he was beat, and he did not want him to get into the end zone. Well, Dunn was on the coverage out there, and, uh, of course, the Yale people think it was the other way around. But uh, Well, it was pretty obvious he had a hold of the jersey. Uh, I think Roski was fighting hands with him at first, you know, but that's legal. You know, you're fighting hands back and forth, and then uh, and he knew that he was going to get away. So it's going to be uh, half the distance to the goal and then automatic first down for the Deckerville Eagles. First and goal for Deckerville, and the ball's marked on about the seven. Let's mark it on the eight-yard line. And the Eagles uh, are going to call timeout here. Timeout, Deckerville, 9.55 to go in the second quarter. It's 6-6. Yale and Deckerville will be right back. If you are a teacher, bus driver, school board member, or serve the educational community in any other way, the Presnell Agency in Peck, your Mimic Insurance representative, is ready to serve you. The Michigan Educational Employees Mutual Insurance Company is the automobile and home insurance provider of choice for the educational community. They do this through convenience, great service, and value. Their rates are highly competitive, and the coverage is very comprehensive. For more information, call John and Patsy Presnell at 810-378-5046. The Presnell Agency, 5284 South Sandusky Road, one-half mile north of Peck, serving the thumb since 1975. Best wishes to the Yale Bulldogs, and congratulations on a great season from everybody at Roseanne's Flowers in Yale. Roseanne's is your headquarters for flowers for all occasions. And with Boss's Day and Sweetest Day coming up, now is the time to stop at Roseanne's and have your floral wishes sent anywhere in the world. Whether it's flowers for weddings, birthdays, sympathy, anniversary, or just because, 
Call Roseanne's in Yale at 810-387-4149. Well, back we are as the uh, Deckerville Eagles call a timeout. They are first and goal from the 7 or 8-yard line of the Yale Bulldogs after the pass interference play. 9.55 to go in the second quarter. We're tied at 6. Man in motion for Deckerville. Dropping back, and Palmer throws the football into the end zone, and it's caught. And, uh, boy, that could have gone as an interference play, too. I tell you what, Richard Merriman just pushed himself into the end zone, and the pass to Merriman goes for the touchdown. He threw that up in the middle, and Merriman went up and got it, and touchdown Deckerville as Deckerville now goes in front by 6, 12 to 6. Well, a short field for the Deckerville Eagles. They started on the Yale 30-yard line and moved it into the end zone in seven plays. Seven plays, 9.50 on the clock as the Eagles line up to go for the two-point conversion. They have two men split out to the right. The official wants to uh, talk things over. Apparently, he's... I don't think he threw the penalty flag, but he's going to come in the middle and talk to the referee, and he wants people moved out of the end zone, I guess. People in the back of that end zone, uh, spectators, moving them away, I guess. He's back there saying uh, you got to move back at least five yards away from the end line. Give them room to uh, run the play. And they've moved back away. And here we go. Late substitution for the Yale Bulldogs. Same formation. Split backs in the backfield. Man in motion and run once again on the extra point. One of the guards moves. And they aren't able to uh, hold the discipline. And now they end up with a long uh, play for the extra point again. I think he'll throw the football this time instead of try to kick it. Well, he's definitely not very happy over there on that sideline. Uh, twice on the point after, they've uh, gotten five-yard penalties. So. Well, instead of a three-yard run, you have to have an eight-yard run, so you almost have to throw the football. We'll see if they go to Richard Merriman again. They have him split way out to the right with Trohill. Man in motion. Dropping back. He fakes to Messing. Oh, he gave it to Messing, and Messing gets nothing. Got about uh, three yards, so the extra point is no good. The run is no good. The score with 9.50 to go here in the first half. 12 for Deckerville, 6 for Yale. We'll be right back. side of his foot and goes out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. So the Yale Bulldogs uh, think they'll spot it at the uh, where it went out of bounds. And it's over the 35 to the 37-yard line. No five-yard penalty, I don't believe, because the ball went out at the 37. So it'll be Yale's ball on their own 37-yard line, first and 10 here in the second quarter. First and 10. Great field position for the Yale Bulldogs. And then they refused the penalty, of course, because they actually gained uh, yardage on the uh, kick. And the uh, referee finally moves the ball up to where it should be. He had it marked back close to the 35 instead of the 37. He would have had a long 10 yards to go. Brennan brings him out, puts a man in motion, drops back and pitches to him. Motion man has got some running room off that right side as he breaks a tackle, fights his way close to the 45-yard line, 
good uh, run by Barry in that time as he picked his way for some yardage. Well, they've uh, ran that play quite well where they pitched the ball to the wing back going the opposite direction. And uh, that time on first down, they get eight yards. Have the ball uh, right at the 45-yard line. Eight of eight on the play, second down and two for the Deckerville Eagles. 9.20 to go here in the second quarter. Deckerville leading 12 to 6 over the Yale Bulldogs on WTGVFM Sandusky. Same formation for Brennan and his Bulldogs. Puts a man in motion. Fake to the first man, and they try to, to give it to the second man, and he has some yardage going up the middle. Good run that time by Fahey as he breaks loose for about five, six yards and a first down. Well, Justin Trojo making the stop there in the defensive backfield, and uh, it's a good thing he did, or he had a lot of running room in front of him if uh, Trojo doesn't stop him. Deckerville 49-yard line in the Eagle territory. First and 10 here in this second quarter. The Yale Bulldogs trying to get that touchdown back that the Eagles just scored. Brendan looks him over, drops back, pitches again to that deep back, and he's trying to pick his way to the outside. Berrien's not going to get away this time. Gordon Hardy there uh, with penetration from that defensive tackle spot. Stopping Berrien for no gain. It's on the Deckerville 49 once again. No gain on the play. Second and 10. 8.15 left to go now here in this second quarter with Deckerville leading 12 to 6. Same formation. Marion in motion. Brennan drops back, fakes the pitch, keeps it himself. He throws the screen pass again and has a man all alone out here with some running room. And uh, looks like uh, he just kind of slowed down. And Willard might have been able to get uh, first down out of that, but he stopped and... Uh, and let the Deckerville Eagles catch up with them. Well, Trohill did a nice job of uh, just attacking Willard there and uh, going after him, going right by the blockers and making the tackle, forcing a third down and two. Well, he gets eight on the play. It's third and two at the Deckerville 41-yard line. Good pass play, though, as they uh, fooled the Eagles with that screen. Looked like uh, Brennan was going to be swamped for a loss, but he got away. Man in motion, Marion. The pitch goes back and, and deep in the territory, and Brennan picks it up, gets a little of the yardage back, but he's not going to get even close back to the original line of scrimmage, and he's dropped for a loss of five yards on the play. Oh, mix up there by Yale as Brennan tried to pitch it back to Marion, and Marion wasn't there. And uh, then Brennan went back and got the ball, picked it up, was able to salvage a few yards out of that and uh, only held him to about a four-yard loss, I believe. Nort fourth, and we'll call it six. Fourth and six uh, or seven on the play. It's close to uh, six, I would say, would be a closer number. And uh, they're going to drop back in punt formation with uh, Rob Turner. Turner gets a pretty decent snap, gets this one away after the last one was block but this one goes out of bounds and it's going to be a short kick Deckerville Eagles are going to take over on their own 32 yard line 631 to go we'll be back in 30 seconds
real value is more than a... ...back, and he gives to the second man through, and there's a penalty flag thrown in the middle right away as he kept the football, gave it to Messing on the reverse, and Messing gets away and has the first down, except I believe this is going to come back holding against the Deckerville Eagles. Right away, that flag was thrown in the middle of that line. Well, very well executed fakes uh, by the backfield, but uh, somebody in the middle got a hold, and uh, that's going to negate the first down that Deckerville would have had. Well, they've been looking for Kurt Messing to come back, and he looked like he was fairly healthy on that one, Tom. And he came from that wingback spot uh, after they faked it up the middle and really had uh, everybody faked out. Well, they mark it off from the spot of the foul, so it uh, ends up uh, being about a seven or eight-yard penalty. We'll give first and 18 now for the Deckerville Eagles. Now, in this case, they may want to throw on first down here. Well, they haven't had any trouble moving the ball on the ground, and I would think they would like to get this, uh, keep the ball for the rest of this quarter. We'll see what they do, though as he drops back and he gives to throws the football has a man out in the flat and it's caught there close to the original line of scrimmage uh, gain of about five on the play out on that left flat to scott merriman number 40 scott merriman on the catch for the eagles get back to about the 27 yard line maybe make it to 28 and that's going to make it uh, second and 14. well we'll give them four on the play second and 14 after the four yard pass play he hopes to break loose. That's what they throw that short pass for, hoping to get away out in that flat, but they weren't able to get away from the defensive person at uh, defensive back. They give it to the uh, fullback off that left side, and not too much there this time as C.J. Bowling is hit almost immediately. Delk got a hold of Bowling, and uh, he could have got away from Delk. He had some running room, but Delk got a hold of his jersey and brought him to the ground. Third and 13 now, gain of one on the play. Five minutes five minutes to go here in the second quarter. Deckerville leading 12 to 6, but they have a big third down play here, deep in their own territory. Ball's marked on their 28-yard line. If they do throw the football, they're going to have to have a big play to get the yardage. You only want to be careful here about turning it over, too. And uh, they give it to one of the backs, and some running room out here in the flat. As he breaks loose, that's C.J. Bowling, and he is going to get away and go all the way for the Deckerville Eagles. I don't see a penalty flag, and so it's going to be a touchdown for Deckerville. As he got away for 72 yards. Well, that's where that faking comes in good for the Eagles. Is, uh, not many people thought Bowling had it, but yes, he did, and uh, was able to elude a couple tacklers downfield there and go all the way for about... A 72-yard touchdown. So at the 428 mark, the Deckerville Eagles score big when it looked like they were going to be dropped for a loss. And I think everyone in the place was expecting a pass on that one. And when Bowling came out of there with the football, he broke a tackle about 10 yards downfield and then tripped, uh, almost was tripped up on about the 30-yard line, got away from that, and went all the way for the touchdown. Now they're going to try to kick the extra point. It's down, it's up, and I think this one went through. Yes, it did. So Richard Merriman with the kick. The Deckerville Eagles lead in this one, 19-6. We'll be right back. The Knee and Orthopedic Center has a message for those of you who live with knee, hip, and shoulder problems. Help could be as close as a phone call away. Phone 1-888-224-KNEE. That's 1-888-224-5633. 
Making one call could start you on the road to recovery. Suffering from bone and joint problems can be a major hindrance on your life. It can keep you from performing to the best of your ability in sports or at work. Even simple things like taking a walk or building a snowman with the kids. Dr. John DeSantis and Dr. Gordon McClinans would like to welcome you to the Knee and Orthopedic Center covering sports medicine, arthroscopic surgery, knee reconstruction, shoulder and rotator cuff repair, total joint replacement, hand surgery, and fracture care. Don't let these problems stand in the way of living a normal life. The Knee and Orthopedic Center with offices in Lapeer, Cass City, and Marlette. Call 1-888-224-KNEE and become active again without the pain you've been living with. Well, Richard Merriman's kick has taken on the 10-yard line and brought back, I believe it was number 20, 20 uh, Botsky with the return. He brought it back from the 10 up over the 20 to the 23-yard line. So Yale takes over on its own uh, 23. They trail now 19 to 6. And not much time left in this uh, half. Well, we've got time for one good drive here. And uh, sure, Yale would like to get a score here on the board and try to close this thing a little closer going into halftime. Man in motion, Marion, and the give to the fullback, and he has some running room as Fahey comes up over the uh, 25 to the 29, almost to the 30-yard line. We'll give him seven on the play. Fahey from the fullback slot, getting a good gain on first down for Yale. He's quick from that fullback position, and uh, that time he fooled the Deckerville line. They got a good trap in the middle, and he busted through for some pretty good yardage. He fakes one way and then takes the step back to the middle. He does a little jag step one way or the other. This time they give it to the pitch it back to the Darian who's in motion, and he is dropped for a loss on the play. Jim Tanton getting the penetration there for the Eagles and uh, dropping him for a loss of about two. So instead of uh, third and short yardage, they lose uh, one more, so it's going to be third down and four. Three eighteen to go here in this one in the first half. Deckerville leading nineteen to six. Yeah, with the football deep in their own territory, they don't want to make another mistake here and give the Eagles a chance to put more points on the board. Since that opening drive, Yale has struggled. Same formation. Man in motion is Berrien. Dropping back is Brennan. He's going to throw the football. Has a man over the middle. Oh, there could be interference. The ball is caught, though. It's going to be a first down. Well, a good pass to Williams. Ryan Williams the on the reception of that one, and he pulls it in for a first down up on the 45-yard line. Good coverage there by the Eagles, but uh, Yale doing a great job of uh, coming up with that football, and first down for Yale on their own 44-yard line. Well, it's all the way from their 25 up to the 40. Gain of 15 on the play. Man in motion is Berrien. And a fake to him. The quarterback, Brennan, has the football. He's going to throw the ball out on this flat. It's caught. Great catch out here and into the open. Knocked out of bounds finally is Jerry Boyk as he is catches the ball at about the 35. And he rolls his way close to the 20. Inside the 20 to the uh, 13, 18-yard line. Oh, they're going to move it back out to the 20. So it's a great pass play 
About 35 yards, that's going to cover. And uh, Boyk doing a great job of stretching out and receiving that. And now we're going to have a timeout by the Eagles, and we'll be right back. Timeout, 2.31 to go, 19 to 6. We'll be right back. Across the Thumb and Blue Water area, Kohler Oil Company is on the go with complete propane service. Kohler Oil Company with free tank installation and free safety inspection. For information or delivery to your farm or home, just call toll-free 1-800-572-2191. For propane and all your other petroleum needs, it's Kohler Oil of Brown City. They go everywhere. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, Stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue. You can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. So with 2.31 to go here in this first half, the Yale Bulldogs have marched down the field. They have a first and 10 at the Deckerville 20-yard line, trailing 19-6 to in this one, but knocking at the door. Their best chance to score since their opening drive. Brennan looks them over, has a man in motion. Pitches to that man in motion. He has some running room off that right side as Willard uh, gets the call and gains maybe four yards on the play. Well, Willard getting some good blocking out in front of him there is uh, taking that pitch from his wingback spot. Picks up three on first down, second and seven. Second down for the Yale Bulldogs as they have the ball in great field position. Mark it down on about the 17-yard line. Brennan looks him over. Willard stays in at that wingback, and he's in motion to give to the fullback. He has some running room, and he is tripped up. Oh, I thought he was going to go all the way, but a great tackle there by Justin Trohill kept him from going all the way. Well, that trap block that uh, they've been successful with inside there, as he just jab steps, like you said, Mark, and gives it to uh, Fahey, and Trohill's the only one there to stop him. He made a great tackle and saved the touchdown there for Deckerville. On the nine-yard line, first and goal for the Yale Bulldogs. Give him seven on that play. Same formation. Man in motion is Willard. Give to the uh, second man through, and he doesn't go anywhere. I believe Willard got the call. As he gets up uh, from the bottom of the pile, Fahey had the call. Take to Willard and give him to Fahey, and he gets about a uh, yard on the play. Well, no gain. They mark it back on the 10-yard line, so it's going to be second and goal. Winding down here at the half, about 110 left in the half, and Yale with the ball on the Deckerville 10-yard line. Trying to get in here. 19-6, Deckerville with the lead, and the official calls a timeout and uh, says everyone, uh, check their chin straps here and let's put them on. <laughs> Willard's motion once again. Fake pitch to him. Brennan has the football. He's looking for Willard out in that flat. Throws the ball into the end zone, and it's no good. High in the air, but unable to pull it in in the corner of the end zone. As the pass was uh, intended for Rob LaPlay, and it goes as incomplete. He just Brennan just threw that up in the air, and uh, LaPlay at six foot three was hoping to come up and bring that down. He got his hands on it, but wasn't able to bring it in. 
So now it's going to be third and goal for Yale at the 10-yard line. Third and goal for the Yale Bulldogs. Still 52 seconds on the clock here in this second quarter as they split two men out to the right and two men out to the left. Spread formation for Brennan. Fullback is behind him. Brennan, long count this time, trying to draw the Eagles offsides. Finally, he takes the snap and drops back. He has time, throws it into the end zone, and it's incomplete. Oh, almost connected there with his man, but he slipped and fell. That was the Ted at that time for Boyke, and Boyke uh, fell down. I think he would have had it. Yeah, he kind of slipped uh, down there trying to go for the football and uh, wasn't able to come up with it, so now he'll be fourth down. Don't be surprised if Yale doesn't... Uh, pass for it again. Then they call a timeout. Yale timeout. They trail 19 to 6. We'll take a timeout and be right back. Do you value life? Life insurance, that is. When you buy your life insurance through Auto Owners from Kelly and Company in Marlette, they'll save you money with premium discounts on your car and homeowners coverage. At Kelly and Company, they're specialists in insurance, people, and the things people own. You owe it to yourself and to your family to talk to Kelly and Company about life. No problem life protection through Auto Owners Insurance. Contact Kurt Kelly at Kelly & Company in Marlette or give them a call at 1-800-257-3735 and ask about the multi-policy discount with life insurance through auto owners. St. Clair County Community College. Are you ready to start your college career? To seek a better job? To personally enrich your life? SC4 can help you reach your goals with quality, affordable instruction. They fit your lifestyle with a variety of day, evening, and weekend classes. You can also take college courses at six convenient SC4 centers throughout the thumb or at home online. Call SC4 for a free class schedule. Reach your goals to get ahead at St. Clair County Community College. Well, back we are as the Yale Bulldogs uh, called the timeout to try to set up this big fourth down play. They have it on the Deckerville 10-yard line, and they're knocking at the door, trailing 19-6. to Well, you got to figure, North, this is a real pivotal play in this game. Uh, Yale happens to get in, their uh, chances of winning this game are really enhanced. Well, they spread everyone out, and Brennan drops back. He's going to throw the football. He can't get it away. Great defensive play there by number 78, Ludwig Schultz, as he came in and got Brennan by the arm and pulled him to the ground. Well, he wasn't, uh, he didn't allow Brennan to throw as he got a hold of his uh, jersey on his throwing arm there and uh, Brennan tried to get rid of it but uh, was unable to as Ludwig Schultz did a great job of uh, penetrating there and getting a hold of Brennan. Well they take over the Eagles do first and 10 on their own 10 yard line with 43 seconds to go and I'm not going to be surprised if they don't just put it in the hands of fullback C.J. Bowling and try to run this clock out. That's the call off the right side, and he has some running room. Almost broke it for a big game. He gets out uh, for about seven or eight yards. And Palmer takes the penalty, or the pays the penalty for being a good fake on that play because he was tackled in the end zone. He tackled him and Troll Hill Bowles. They're, they're tackling everybody, and that's what you have to do against the, this faking offense and that wing tee. I think they're going to have to run one more play. We'll see if they do take a five-yard penalty and let that be it. Uh, I'm not sure if they... Uh, well, that's going to be it. That's going to be the end of the first half. The Deckerville Eagles lead the Yale Bulldogs 19-6 at halftime here on Parents Night. We'll be right back. For years, Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. 
Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. It pays to shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish both Deckerville and Yale good luck in tonight's game. We hope the listeners are enjoying the game and hope your favorite team wins. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call our office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before October 15th and receive free installation by just mentioning that you heard this advertisement on this station. Best of luck to both teams from everybody at Adelphia Communications. Four Michigan hospitals have closed this year due to financial difficulties. Several reasons have been given for the closure, including lack of funding through Medicare and Medicaid programs. Whatever the reason, residents of these communities have one less choice for a hospital. Salem County is fortunate to have three hospitals dedicated to quality, accessible care. At Deckerville Community Hospital, they believe choice is important. Choice of doctors, emergency rooms, and hospitals. When choosing a hospital for your family, choose Deckerville Community Hospital, where they give you a quality choice in health care. Well, back we are at halftime at Yale, and uh, the Yale Bulldogs started this uh, football game on their own 15-yard line. They were backed right up, and they smartly marched down the field, Tom, and their best drive of the ball game till that last drive when they did uh, connect on a couple passes and got themselves in a position to score late in the second quarter. But that first drive set the tone for the game, and I thought this is going to be quite a track meet the way they played that first uh, time they had the football. Well, started on their own 15-yard line, Nort, and uh, not real good field position, but they started with the ball on the ground and were able to march it uh, down the field, and then they went to the air and scored, I believe, on a 25-yard touchdown pass, Brennan DeBarian. Then the Yale Bulldogs uh, back and forth with uh, the Deckerville Eagles. The Eagles, on their second possession, marched down the field and had a uh, first and goal from the 9-yard line, fumbled the football, Yale took over, but wasn't able to get out of the shadow of their own goalpost and set up the Deckerville Eagle first touchdown. No, uh, Deckerville, after moving that ball, after going three and out their first possession, and then the second possession moved the ball down the field quite well, fumbled on the nine. Yale was held uh, there. I think they were three and out from there. And then the big punt return there by Nathan Roski. And he set up a touchdown run by Palmer with 28 seconds to go in that uh, first quarter. The kick was no good. And at the end of the first quarter, it was 6-6. Six to six. Yale took over on its own 37 and to start the second quarter and wasn't able to move the football. Once again, the Eagles had a short field, a poor punt took over on the Yale 30-yard line. And it didn't take them long, seven plays to get in the end zone, Tom. Yes, uh, just a great uh, job put by the Eagles there, uh, putting that uh, short crack together, drive together, and getting the score. Pass to Richard Merriman for the score. The run was no good for the extra point, and it was 12-6 Deckerville. Yale took over on its own 37-yard line and moved the football to the Deckerville 31 after punting the ball away. And the Eagles uh, begin another short uh, march uh, with a couple big plays and... Uh, Richard Merriman uh, took over with a uh, 
Seven, or rather, Bowling took over on this one. On the fourth play from scrimmage, a third and 13, he ran for 72 yards and a touchdown for the Deckerville Eagles. Yes, uh, Bowling, uh, just one of those plays where uh, he runs that up the middle there and uh, broke that one to the outside and had a couple men to beat and uh, was able to do it. Played probably uh, his longest touchdown of the year and could very well be his longest touchdown of his career. And it could be the longest touchdown of, well, I think we might have had a pass play that was longer than that, but it has to be the longest run, I think, of the year for the Deckerville Eagles. They haven't uh, broken too many real long runs, and uh, mostly with messing, I would think. But Bowling, uh, after he broke through the line, broke a tackle on about 10 yards down the field, and then basically outran the secondary, who made a diving attempt to tackle him, but he looted that and trotted in the end zone for 72 yards, a 19-6 lead for the Deckerville Eagles after Richard Merriman kicked the extra point, and that's where we stand right now. It's Deckerville 19, Yale 6. We'll be right back. Grinder's Corner on the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road is your home for BP gasoline and so much more. Grinder's Corner features video rentals, grocery items, beverages, party supplies, and the Michigan Lotto. Griner's Corner also has camping supplies available to enjoy the rest of the camping season, or you can get ready for the hunting season with a stop to Griner's Corner. They have hunting and fishing licenses available, along with hunting supplies. It's all at one location, Griner's Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road. Who helped you build? Moore and Carter Lumber invites you to take advantage of a great fall special. Choose beautiful Alfada cabinets for your kitchen and get a free sink base with a minimum order of 12 kitchen cabinets. Select from many wood choices, including oak, maple, and cherry, and lots of door styles. See Moore and Carter for in-home measurements and see what your kitchen will look like before you buy. For custom-made Alfada cabinets, it's Moore and Carter Lumber in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. We help you build. If you are a teacher, bus driver, school board member, or serve the educational community in any other way, the Presnell Agency in Peck, your Mimic Insurance representative, is ready to serve you. The Michigan Educational Employees Mutual Insurance Company is the automobile and home insurance provider of choice for the educational community. They do this through convenience, great service, and value. Their rates are highly competitive, and the coverage is very comprehensive. For more information, call John and Patsy Presnell at 810-378-5046. The Presnell Agency, 5284 South Sandusky Road, one-half mile north of Peck. Serving the thumb since 1975. Forecast for the nighttime period, the skies will be mostly cloudy, and it will be cold, could see a sprinkle. Low temperatures dropping down to about 34. For each day of the weekend, mostly cloudy, cold, body uh, sprinkles, maybe a flurry at times with high temperatures, hard press to move uh, much beyond uh, the 40-degree mark, 40-41 is very best. And even into the other parts of next week, still mostly cloudy, temperatures beginning to moderate by Tuesday and Wednesday. For the WMIC and WTGB 24-Hour Weather Center, I'm meteorologist John McMurray. Currently in downtown Sandusky, we have a temperature of 44 degrees. All right, sand and gravel would like to take this opportunity to wish the area high school teams the best of luck in sports competition. They would also like to remind you that they do asphalt work. Right now is the time to pave that driveway and parking lot. For information, just go to the pros at Albright to call at 810-672-9272. The same quality and service that has been a trademark at Albright Sand and Gravel since 1954 is now available for all your commercial and residential asphalt needs. 
Call Albright's today at 810-672-9272. Best wishes to the Yale Bulldogs and congratulations on a great season from everybody at Roseanne's Flowers in Yale. Roseanne's is your headquarters for flowers for all occasions. And with Boss's Day and Sweetest Day coming up, now's the time to stop at Roseanne's and have your floral wishes sent anywhere in the world. Whether it's flowers for weddings, birthdays, sympathy, anniversary, or just because, call Roseanne's in Yale at 810-387-4149. Real value is more than a fair price. It's quality, service, and convenience, too. All the things you'll find at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Deckerville Auto Parts. From batteries to filters, oils, tools, and quality Napa Auto Parts, Deckerville Auto Parts has it all. Visit your Napa store at Deckerville Auto Parts today. Napa, they keep America running. Who helps you build? Moore and Carter Lumber invite you to take advantage of a great fall special. Choose beautiful Alfada cabinets for your kitchen and get a free sink base with a minimum order of 12 kitchen cabinets. Select from many wood choices, including oak, maple, and cherry, and lots of door styles. See more in Carter for in-home measurements and see what your kitchen will look like before you buy. For custom-made Lafada cabinets, it's more in Carter Lumber in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. We help you build. Well, back we are at halftime. The Yale Bulldogs and the Deckerville Eagles in the uh, halftime performance of the Yale Bulldog Band is uh, complete. Uh, these two teams... Uh, Struggling in the early going, but then the Eagles have gotten things going. And uh, next week, of course, we're winding down. We only have two games. Boy, the season seems like it's gone fast, Tom. Huh? It has, Nort. It's uh, gone by quickly. And, of course, with that early start, uh, makes the regular season go by quicker. But uh, hopefully we'll have some playoff teams in the county that uh, will extend our season uh, quite lengthily. You can go into November quite a ways if you uh, go all the way, go all the way to Thanksgiving. Well, we're guaranteed of one and probably at least two. Croslex should uh, qualify after tonight's game and get their sixth win of the year. And, uh, uh, well, no, they are only at uh, five if they win. And they have two losses. They have two losses, two yep. Tonight if they uh, prevail up there at Ublow. They have to win one of their last two to get into the playoffs. But uh, I think they will. But they may be the only two. I know that Carsonville Port Sanilac has an outside chance with uh, uh, three and three record going into today. But, uh, and they very well could win their last three games. They play North here in Akron Fairgrove, who have struggled so far this year uh, after uh, in the last three games. And uh, I believe Dryden uh, is their final game. So they have a good shot at uh, making the playoffs, which would really be a turnaround for the CPS Tigers. Oh, it sure would be uh, a great story there for them to turn that program around that much uh, in uh, one year. Well, we're winding down here. Uh, next week's games, of course, is a tough one for the Yale Bulldogs as they head to Croswell. Deckerville goes home for their parents' night as uh, Marlette comes into town. Sandusky travels to Harbor Beach, and you talk about a team that has had a rough year. I'd have to say the Sandusky Redskins, the Brown City Green Devils, those teams have been snake-bitten this year because they have played a lot of close football games, Tom. Well, you had the opportunity of being down here, I believe it was two weeks ago, Sandusky and Yale, in uh, double overtime. 
And uh, Sandusky uh, nearly scores uh, from, what, the half-yard line or something? And Just before halftime, they could have uh, taken uh, or tied it up uh, in the first half, but they ran out of time, uh, got down to the uh, one-foot line, I think, and they couldn't get a playoff in time. And then it, they went up to Deckerville and... Uh, if we'd have had another five or six minutes, I think that it might have been a different ball game. Had Deckerville on the ropes late in that ball game, and then uh, last week at Croswell, they were leading 20 to six at the half, and uh, Croswell turned things around in the second half and was able to come away with a 26 to 20 victory, and, and Sandusky was threatening at the end of that game. They really had Deckerville on the ropes, so Deckerville was beat up and had a lot of players playing out of position, and uh, the. Uh, Sandusky Redskins uh, had just dominated in the second half of that one, and I really believe that if they had had another uh, five or six minutes to play, it probably would have ended up uh, in a Sandusky victory, or at least maybe even overtime uh, with the situation we had, but uh, the Eagles survived uh, that one, and uh, this week they're a little better physically off than they were last week. They got to rest a few of those injuries against the Ugly Bearcats because that was a fairly easy game, and uh, uh, I'm sure that Coach Brown is thinking now if he can win uh, and get into the playoffs, he's going to want to make sure everyone's healthy for a playoff game. Exactly, but... Uh as you said, Marlette, uh, he's been playing uh, real competitively, and they come to Deckerville next week, and then they finished against, uh, I believe, Armada. Armada, which is having a good year in the STA. Armada plays uh, Richmond next week, uh, which could be an advantage for the Decker Deckerville Eagles because uh, Richmond is having a great year in that STA. They're undefeated down there, I believe, uh, Richmond is. We're at halftime here. The Deckerville Eagles leading 19-6 over the Yale Bulldogs. We'll be right back. All across the Thumb and Blue Water area, Kohler Oil Company is on the go with complete propane service. Kohler Oil Company with free tank installation and free safety inspection. For information or delivery to your farm or home, just call toll-free 1-800-572-2191. For propane and all your other petroleum needs, it's Kohler Oil of Brown City. They go everywhere. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Farming can be a gamble, and you can't count on perfect weather from Mother Nature. But you can rely on us and Auto Owners Insurance for no-problem farm insurance protection at a very down-to-earth price. Contact us today about Farm Pack or Select-A-Pack protection from Auto Owners Insurance and take the gamble out of your insurance needs. See Tim Sheridan, Tom Absey, and Sharon Nuremberg at the Sheridan McLaren Agency at 16 Lincoln Street in Sandusky. Get ahead at St. Clair County Community College. Are you ready to start your college career? To seek a better job? To personally enrich your life? SC4 can help you reach your goals with quality, affordable instruction. They fit your lifestyle with a variety of day, evening, and weekend classes. 
You can also take college courses at six convenient SC4 centers throughout the thumb or at home online. Call SC4 for a free class schedule. Reach your goals to get ahead at St. Clair County Community College. Well, back we are as the uh, Yale Bulldogs and Eagles are back on the field as we get ready for the second half of play here. Deckerville leading 19-6. to And uh, I'm not sure what to look forward to in this second half. Uh, Yale moved the football so uh, easily in that uh, first drive. Got a uh, good drive going towards the end of the uh, second quarter and knocked on the door with four plays on the 10-yard line and couldn't get into the end zone. Uh, and the Deckerville Eagles, I believe, are going to have the football to start the second half. So one of the things the Eagles really talk about doing, all the teams do, is that when you come out the second half, if you can move the football, get on the board again, that uh, you have set the tone for the second half. And it's uh, probably one of the most important series of the ball game is that first series for each team in the second half. Well, it's uh, a lot of times two games out there. A lot of times uh, you'll see one game the first half and then a completely different game the second half. And a lot of it has to do with the adjustments that are made at halftime. And then the way you come out of that locker room to start the third quarter. If you come out in, a, in a, a good frame of mind and ready to go out and hit again and play again and uh, be ready, uh, that, like you said, sets the tone for that second half. I'm impressed with Yale and their improvement from the last time I saw them. And of course, uh, when they played Sandusky, it was a sloppy field. It was very wet, and uh, I don't think it was a true indication of what either one of those teams was uh, doing for the season. But uh, they are—they uh, have become a very disciplined and, and uh, uh, very talented team. They have the talent, and these... Uh, Juniors are starting to uh, gel uh, and become uh, what it, uh, almost seniors, you would have to say, because of this uh, stage of the season. Well, they're nearly seniors as this is week seven of uh, the football season, and uh, Coach Mesnick has, has the big challenge here of just bringing his team back after not getting in the end zone there at the end of the half. That had to be frustrating. Uh, it was kind of an emotional lift for Deckerville and an emotional down for the Yale Bulldogs. Here we go as we start the second half with Deckerville leading 19 to 6. And it's uh, kicked it in on about the 30 and it's picked up there. Good uh, position for the Deckerville Eagles as uh, looked like Gary Messing was the one that picked up that uh, rolling kick and brought it up over the 30. Almost to the 35-yard line. Mark it on the 34. First and 10 for Deckerville. Well, Gary Messing did a great job there of... Uh scooping that ball up as it was a low kick and uh, would have been real hard to get a hold of, but he did a great job of scooping that up and then cutting it right up the field, giving Deckerville a good field position on their own 33-yard line. Well, mark it on the 33. First and 10, Deckerville is uh, messing is out to the right. Split uh, out of the backfield as Palmer looks him over. That's Kurt messing. Give to the fullback. He has running room coming off this right side. Gets a good block. Tries to get away and uh, does for about 14, 15 yards. A great run for Trollhill on that one. And, you know, they they run uh, bowling much of the first half, and they start out with Trollhill in this half. He's been kind of a forgotten back in that backfield. He did a great job there, and the line did a great job of getting him uh, that initial opening and then he picked up a couple blocks was able to pick up about 15 yards in the first down for Deckerville. Well we're going to give him 16 yards on the play because he's up to the 49 yard line. 
First and 10, Deckerville on their own 49. Palmer drops back. Gives to the fullback, and not much there this time as he's hit right at the line of scrimmage and maybe gets a half a yard on the play. Well, that was bowling that time, and he was met right at the line of scrimmage there by Madowski, and uh, no gain for bowling, second and ten. Second and ten for the Deckerville Eagles, just underway here in the third quarter. Deckerville leading 19 to 6 in the battle between the Yale Bulldogs and the Deckerville Eagles. Don't forget to join us at 9-10 tomorrow. We'll have a wrap-up of all of the Greater Thumb East, West, and the NCTL, and Tri-Valley, and the STA as we wind down in this football season. Palmer back. He's going to throw the football, and this one is tipped and missed by Roski. Well, Roski had it in his hands uh, one of those times where I think he maybe he uh, thought about running with it before he caught it. And uh, third and ten. Third and ten for the Deckerville Eagles. They have not uh, clicked on their passing attack in this ballgame. They did get a touchdown pass to Richard Merriman, but that uh, Yale secondary has done a great job of holding the Eagles down. They make a late change as Palmer brings him out, looks over the defense. He drops back. He's going to throw the football. He's not going to get away, though. He is dropped for a big loss on the play as they... Played uh, like a pass and rushed about seven or eight people and really swamped Palmer down. Moldsworth well, got credit for the sack as there was about three Yale Bulldogs in there on top of Palmer and Moldsworth brought him down for a loss. We'll go seven-yard loss. It's going to be fourth and 17 for the Eagles. The ball's marked on their own 41. And Richard Merriman has to go back and punt this ball away. So the Yale Bulldogs did what they wanted to do to start this second half. They forced the Eagles to a four and out. High snap, but Merriman comes up with it and gets the kick away. High kick, and it's uh, going to be let go. It's touched by a Yale Bulldog as they're running for it. I think Yale finally fell on it, but boy, they uh, bit the bullet there because the Deckerville Eagles almost got the ball deep in Yale territory. Well, the ball hit and uh, bounced. It took a real sharp bounce and hit Blotsky, I believe, in the leg. And then, then it was a free ball from there. But uh, Yale was able to retain possession as uh, someone from Yale jumped on that football. 58 yards on that boot by Richard Merriman. As that uh, kicking game has been good for the Eagles all year long. Yale has the ball on her own 12-yard line. First and 10. 9.47 to go here in the third. Deckerville leading 19-6. Man in motion. Brennan drops back. He's going to throw the football and almost intercepted. In fact, the offensive person that time, Josh LeMay, had to make a big play to keep the Eagle from intercepting the football. He was playing defense there on that one. LeMay was in the... Nearly, uh, maybe could have possibly been offensive interference by the way that he went uh, through the body for that ball. I'm not sure who was out there. I know that uh, Derek Vogel is out in that left wing, and it might have been him that broke that play up. Brennan looks things over, has a man in motion, Berrien. 
and uh, gives to the fullback and some running room there for Fahey as he comes up the middle and breaks loose and and uh, after it looked like he was taken down after about five or six yards he breaks a couple tackles and he fights his way up to the 25 yard line. Okay, he runs that ball hard from that fullback slot and gets a first down for Yale. 13 yard gain on the play and first and 10 for the Yale Bulldogs. The ball's up on the 25-yard line. He broke loose after it looked like he was going to be dropped over for a four or five-yard game. Darian gets the call. He has the football going out on the right side trying to pick his way for some yardage, which worked for him in the first half, but the Eagles uh, diagnosed that play again and were able to stop him after just a short game. Well, Berrien wasn't able to get started on that. Uh, that, again, was that pitch play where he starts from the wingback slot and comes across, takes the pitch deep in his backfield and looks for some running room, but no running room there on that play. Second and eight now. 8.50 to go here in the third quarter. Deckerville leading 19-6. to six. Yale with a second and eight from their own 27-yard line. Brennan looks things over. Berrien in motion again. Takes to him. And there's a throw, and here's a fullback, and Fahey is going to go all the way. He breaks loose, and no one's going to catch him. He runs a total of uh, 70, well, let's mark it, 73 yards for the touchdown. Oh, no one touched him. Fahey up the middle, uh, the same play that uh, he's been running uh, right along tonight, and that time he got into the secondary, was able to outrun the Deckerville secondary for a 73-yard touchdown for Yale, and they're on their feet here at Yale. Oh, and this is going to ignite the crowd and ignite the players uh, as they have a big uh, touchdown run in that one. Yale lines up in that unorthodox uh, system, and they hike the ball to the quarterback who throws it into the end zone, and it's caught for the extra point. Pass is good into the corner of the end zone to Rob LaPlay, and the score all of a sudden is 19-14 in favor of the Deckerville Eagles. We'll be right back. For years, Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. It pays to shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish both Deckerville and Yale good luck in tonight's game. We hope the listeners are enjoying the game and hope your favorite team wins. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call our office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before October 15th and receive free installation by just mentioning that you heard this advertisement on this station. Best of luck to both teams from everybody at Adelphia Communications. Well, Deckerville has the football after uh, taken in on, by C.J. Bowling. He brought it up to the 30-yard line, first and 10 Deckerville. Bowling taking that kick that was a good kick there, I believe, by Delk for Yale and uh, brings it back to the own 30-yard line. They'll start there first and 10 for the Eagles. 8.22 to go here in the third, and Yale just scored on a long run and has closed this gap to 19-14. To 
Give to the second man through for the Deckerville Eagles. Not much there for the Eagles on that one. Looks like that's Kurt Messing, the ball carrier, and he is hit after maybe a gain of two. Second and eight now for the Eagles is Messing not with much with not much running room there on first down. Well, the Eagles are keeping it on the ground at least of late. We'll see if they hold true to that uh, as uh, they have struggled moving the football. They did uh, four and out the last time they had the ball. Right now they wing Roski out to the left. Palmer's back. He's going to throw the football. It has a man over the middle, and it's incomplete. Intended for Scott Merriman and had him turning around, but there's a penalty flag thrown, and it might be holding against the defensive secondary of Yale. Well, Merriman uh, was right there from coming down from his left end position, looking over his right shoulder. The ball was thrown over his left shoulder. And now they're calling defensive pass interference against Yale. Well, it's going to be a first and ten for the Deckerville Eagles, and they're going to march this one off from the spot of the previous spot, and it's going to be a first down for Deckerville up close to the 45, 46, 47-yard line. On the Deckerville 47, first and 10. Big break for the Eagles as it looked like they were to come up with a big third down situation. Instead of third and eight, they're going to have first and 10. They split two out to the right. That's Roski and Richard Merriman. Couple backs in the backfield. That's Trollhill and Bowling. Palmer drops back, gives to the second man through. That's Trollhill, and ooh, he was just a step away from breaking one there as he was grabbed on the leg and stopped after about three yards. Nearly got off to the races there, but uh, was hauled down there by the middle of that line of Yale. Second and seven. The ball's marked right on the mid-strike of this football field. Eagles hanging on to a 19-14 lead with seven minutes to go in this third quarter. Roski split out to the right for the Eagles. Palmer dropping back, giving to the fullback, and bowling, fighting his way for a short yardage up the middle. He got a baby a couple yards up uh, inside uh, Yale territory to the 48. Make it third and five. Ball is in Yale territory now on the 48-yard line. On the Yale 48, third and five for the Deckerville Eagles. Big third down play for both teams here. As the Eagles don't want to give that ball up to the Yale Bulldogs right away as Yale had little trouble getting on the board the last time they had it. Dropping back, second man through for Deckerville, and not a first down, though. A good tackle as it looked like Trohill was going to break some yardage off that right side, and he was tripped up after just about three yards. Hammer there for Yale, making a big tackle there, saving the first down, and I think Deckerville's going to have to punt. Fourth and two from the Yale 45. We'll see if that's what they do. Coach Brown so, does not like the punt. I don't think so. I think they're going to go for it on fourth down here. Nope. Richard Merriman is dropping back in punt formation. Yard line picked up there by Deckerville's Ryan Palmer. It'll be first and ten for the Yale Bulldogs when we come back in 30 seconds. Four Michigan hospitals have closed this year due to financial difficulties. Several reasons have been given for the closure, including lack of funding through Medicare and Medicaid programs. 
Whatever the reason, residents of these communities have one less choice for a hospital. Salem County is fortunate to have three hospitals dedicated to quality, accessible care. At Deckerville Community Hospital, they believe choice is important. Choice of doctors, emergency rooms, and hospitals. When choosing a hospital for your family, choose Deckerville Community Hospital, where they give you a quality choice in health care. Well, back we are. Yale's football from their own 10-yard line. Give off the right side. Not much there this time. I believe the fullback came up with the football. That's Matt Faye, and he doesn't get much at all, maybe a yard on the play. That play uh, didn't have a chance to develop there as uh, the Eagles got good penetration there, led by Gordon Hardy there, and they stopped Fahey after a loss of about two, not gain of about two. Second down for the Yale Bulldogs deep in their own territory. I think they're going to be tackling Fahey every time now. They aren't going to let him break loose for a big run, and he certainly got loose that last time. Give again off the right side. Varian trying to get to the outside, and he is hit and hemmed in, but does get four or five yards on the play as he broke one tackle at the uh, line of scrimmage and pushed his way up close to the 15-yard line. Good pursuit by the Eagles uh, after they hemmed him in, but Varian uh, was still able to pick his way up for about four or five yards there, making third and three. Third down and a long three or short four. For the Yale Bulldogs, back close to their 15. We'll mark it on the 16-yard line. they got to go to the 20. So we'll say four. Brendan brings them out. Big play for both teams here. The Deckerville Eagles on defense. Man in motion. Varian given to the fullback. And he fights his way. I don't think he got the first down, though, as the give was to the fullback. And he has stopped short of the first down. Derek Vogel doing a good job there from his linebacker spot, uh, jamming that up, and they stop Fahey after a gain of, we'll say, two, and it's fourth and two. Fourth down and two, and they're going to have to punt this one away. They don't dare try for it in this deep in their own territory and give the Eagles the ball inside their 20. Now the ever-important kicking game here is uh, Gale needs a good punt here to get Deckerville back. They moved Rob Turner back in that punt formation. They've had a struggle from the punting game so far. There's a good snap. He gets it away. And uh, he should have fell down on that one. I agree with the uh, person up here in the booth. It's down by the Yale Bulldogs. Rob LaPlay, and it's Deckerville's ball on their own 43. We'll be right back. Griner's Corner on the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road is your home for BP gasoline and so much more. Grinders Corner features video rentals, grocery items, beverages, party supplies, and the Michigan Lotto. Grinders Corner also has camping supplies available to enjoy the rest of the camping season, or you can get ready for the hunting season with a stop to Grinders Corner. They have hunting and fishing licenses available along with hunting supplies. It's all at one location, Grinders Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road. Well, you're listening to WTGVFM Sandusky. And Deckerville against Yale. Deckerville has the football. Then the quarterback keeps the football and comes around that right side and gets five or six yards. Palmer faked to the fullback, then faked to the wingback, and then kept it himself and got pretty good yardage on first down. That's the play that Deckerville's been very successful with this year, and uh, I think it's the first time we've seen it tonight, Nart, uh, where the double fake there and Palmer keeps it himself, picks up about seven yards on first down. Gain of seven on the play. 
Second down and three for the Deckerville Eagles, just short of the 50-yard line. Good seven-yard run on first down as Palmer brings him out. Roski out to the left, takes the snap, gives to the fullback, and he doesn't go anywhere. Great tackle that time by Nick Gleishaw as he grabbed a hold of the fullback uh, bowling and took him down after no gain. Gleishaw from that uh, defensive tackle position there broke through and got a hold of bowling and threw him right down to the ground. Nice tackle by him. Third down and three for the Deckerville Eagles, just short of the mid-stripe here in this football field. Here's another big third down play for both teams. The Eagles trying to sustain something offensively. They haven't been able to move the football this half. The Yale Bulldogs with a great uh, drive and a great run by Fahey, uh, 73 yards, have put this game to a very close ball game. Quarterback keeps it for the Deckerville Eagles. He rolls forward. He may have the first down. It depends on where they mark it as the official comes out in the center of the field. And is it a left foot, right foot? And he puts it down at the left foot. I think it's the first down for the Deckerville Eagles. Well, Palmer did a lot of that on his own. As, uh, he was wrapped up short of the first down, but fought his way over that first down marker and got the first down by probably only a half a yard. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. They're at the Yale 47-yard line. As they uh, try to sustain something offensively here, haven't had much of a possession this second half time-wise. 1.16 to go here in the third quarter. Deckerville clinging to a 19-14 lead. Palmer brings him out, drops back. He's going to throw the football. He has a man over the middle and throws it behind him. Oh, he had Roski open as a slant over the middle, and it was incomplete. Palmer doesn't have the touch tonight, at least so far. Well, he's off the mark quite a bit on that play, but uh, sometimes you wonder if a receiver is running, supposed to be running a different route or what. But uh, in any event, it's second and ten. He didn't even come close to Roski, about five yards behind him, like he was planning on an out, and he took it in. Second down and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. Palmer comes up and takes the snap. Has the football. He's going to throw it again. And it's tipped away. Almost caught. It was tipped and almost uh, intercepted by Rob LaPlay as he broke it up. And uh, Roski tried to pull it in and couldn't uh, catch it on the tip. And LaPlay made a break on the, on the ball and uh, nearly picked it off. But after he... Dropped it, it went up in the air, and then Roski nearly came up with it. And if Roski would have maintained that and maintained his feet, he'd have been gone because the play was on the ground. But it goes as an incompletion, and it's third down and 10 from the 47-yard line of the Yale Bulldogs with 59 seconds on the clock here in the third quarter. Deckerville 19, Yale 14. Big third down play of 10 yards here for the Eagles. Given to the fullback, and he is going to throw the football, and it's tipped away, almost intercepted. Oh, a defensive play that time by Richard Merriman as he went for the football and knocked it away from the defensive person, and it goes as an incomplete pass. Merriman along with uh, Cammer over there fighting for that football, and uh, people wanted an interference call from the Yale side. Uh, as Merriman did a good job of defending and not letting Yale intercept. How important was that? Well, they get to punt the football away with the foot of uh, Richard Merriman. If he gets a good snap and gets it away, he should drive Yale deep in their own territory with 51 seconds to go. Good snap, good kick, high end over in. 
And it's going to be taken at about the 10-yard line. Some running room coming this way and knocked out of bounds finally. It's going to be back on about the 20-yard line. First and 10 for the Yale Bulldogs. They have it on their own 20. They trail 19-14. We'll be right back. Who helped you build? Lauren Carter Lumber invites you to take advantage of a great fall special. Choose beautiful Alfada cabinets for your kitchen and get a free sink base with a minimum order of 12 kitchen cabinets. Select from many wood choices, including oak, maple, and cherry, and lots of door styles. See more in Carter for in-home measurements and see what your kitchen will look like before you buy. For custom-made Lafada cabinets, it's more in Carter Lumber in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. We help you build. Well, 39 seconds to go in this third quarter, 1914. The Deckerville Eagles are holding on to the five-point lead. Yells football, first and ten. Brennan puts a man in motion, drops back. He's going to throw the football. Has time, lost it out there, and it's going to be caught. Oh, no, just uh, looked like he was going to come up with that one. It was in his hands, in and out. Jerry Boyk was there, but he couldn't hold on to it, and it goes as an incomplete pass. Boyke leaping up for that football and uh, thought he had it for a second, but then he dropped it. Would have been a big gain there for Yale, but uh, that was negated by the drop. Well, it was on the 40-yard line. It looked like he had it. Uh, when he came down, though, the ball rolled away, and he just couldn't hold on to it. Cool evening tonight. It's really hard to hold on to the football. Brennan brings him out, second and ten. Puts a man in motion. Gives to the fullback again, and Fahey is hit, and he fights his way for some yardage. It looked like he was down, but he just uh, dragged a couple of eagles for a couple extra yards. He ran into a big bunch there in the middle of that uh, Deckerville line, kept his feet and bounced off of them and had a second uh, second uh, push there and uh, ended up with about a five-yard gain. They'll give them four, third down and six for the uh, Bulldogs, and that's going to be the end of the third quarter. Deckerville leading the Yale Bulldogs, 19-14. We'll be right back. Before you know it, all of the 2001 models will be on the lot at Grab Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile in Sandusky. So they're getting a head start with early closeout prices and all of the remaining 2000 models in stock. This is your opportunity to save thousands. Get factory rebates up to $3,000, financing as low as 0.9%, and many other incentives. But hurry, at these special prices and financing opportunities, the rest of the 2000 models are going fast. Hurry to grab Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky, where you save thousands during the 2000 model closeout. Chevrolet will be there. Well, back we are as the ball's marked on the 29-yard line, uh, or 24-yard line. No, I think they lost five yards on that exchange. Uh, I thought the ball was on the 25 when they started that uh, drive, Tom, and I think it was. Oh, you got that it must be the 20, so uh, it's on the 24 now. You got it written down there unless we... Uh, I probably made the mistake and put it on the 25 instead of the 20. Must be, because the officials wouldn't have done that. Third down and six, a big third down play for both teams here as we begin the fourth quarter of play. Man in motion is Berrien, dropping back. Brennan's going to throw the football, has a man over the middle, and throws it behind him, and just about got it into the hands 
of Boyk, but it goes as an incomplete pass and forces a fourth down play for the Yale Bulldogs. And you'd like to have that one back, I'm sure. That was a big third down. Now they're going to be forced to punt. Boyke wide open across the middle. He just threw it behind him. Fourth and six as we begin this fourth quarter. Deckerville leading 19-14. And Roski goes back in single formation for the Deckerville Eagles. Back to punt is Rob Turner. He gets a low snap, picks it up, though, and is able to get it away. Roski takes it on his own 47, comes to the left, has some running room, gets a good block, and gets away from one man and then another man, but uh, ends up with a first down for the Deckerville Eagles on the 48-yard line, 44, 43-yard line of Yale. We'll be back in 30. Best wishes to the Yale Bulldogs and congratulations on a great season from everybody at Roseanne's Flowers in Yale. Roseanne's is your headquarters for flowers for all occasions. And with Boss's Day and Sweetest Day coming up, now's the time to stop at Roseanne's and have your floral wishes sent anywhere in the world. Whether it's flowers for weddings, birthdays, sympathy, anniversary, or just because, call Roseanne's in Yale at 810-387-4149. Real value is more than a fair price. It's quality, service, and convenience, too. All the things you'll find at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Deckerville Auto Parts. From batteries to filters, oils, tools, and quality Napa Auto Parts, Deckerville Auto Parts has it all. Visit your Napa store at Deckerville Auto Parts today. Napa, they keep America running. Well, back we are at Yale, and uh, this is a key uh, series, I think, for both teams, uh, Tom. Uh, the Deckerville Eagles have their best field position of the second half in uh, Yale territory at their 44, and Yale can ill afford the, an Eagle touchdown at this stage of the uh, football game. They have gotten back within 5, 19 to 14, and a touchdown here by the Deckerville Eagles would put them in a position to force Yale to score twice, two touchdowns, in order to win this football game. Very key here to keep Deckerville from uh, getting into that end zone and uh, giving their offense another chance. That's why that uh, miss uh, third down possession there was so critical for them to try to keep that drive alive as uh, they had a man open and just weren't able to convert it. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. They have the ball on the 44-yard line as uh, they get underway with 11.46 to go in this ball game. Palmer drops back, gives to his halfback off this side. Bowling has the football and fights his way inside the 30 to the 29. And it's amazing sometimes how open uh, the first back is through that hole, Tom. Well, it's just some good blocking by that uh, offensive line. And I know uh, Coach Brown, uh, a lot of times when he talks to you on uh, Saturday morning, always raves about his offensive line. Well, 14-yard pickup there and a first and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. The ball's marked on the 30-yard line of Yale. Key play here as the Eagles drop back and given to the halfback second man through. That's Messing. Messing fights his way for a little yardage. Might have got three on the play, maybe four. We'll see where they mark it. They mark it as a three-yard gain. It's second down and seven. Quick hitter there by Messing, but uh, Yale doing a good job of stopping him for only a gain of three. Second and seven as he got through that line quick and almost broke it. Deckerville leading 19-14 as we wind down here in this ball game. 10.50 to go. Palmer brings him out, wings a man out to the left. 
Takes the snap, drops back, gives to the second man through. That's Bowling. Bowling slips and falls. Oh, he tried to cut and go back to the inside and fell to the ground after a gain of about five. He had uh, some running room ahead of him, but uh, tried to cut, and uh, some of these spots in this field are a little bit soft, and he lost his footing or else he would have had the first down. That will give him seven on the play, third down and three for the Deckerville Eagles. Of course, now with the Eagles down there in four-down territory, the ball resting on the Yale 22-yard line. Yale's got its work cut out for him to stop the Eagles here. We'll give him five on the play, third down and two. Give to the fullback again. Bowling has, breaks the tackle, and he's going to go all the way. Oh, he got through the middle, and 22-yard run by C.J. Bowling, and the Deckerville Eagles get on the scoreboard again, starting from the Yale 44 and marching in four plays. That dummy play up the middle, and uh, that's one of the staple plays, like I said before, of the Eagles. And that time, Bowling takes it 22 yards for a touchdown, and that's uh, going to be tough for Yale to try and come back from two scores down. Well, here's a big play here, this extra point uh, for the Deckerville Eagles. They need to execute and, and get something, and Yale needs to keep them out of the end zone. They can't afford to give them these two points. 27-14 means they'd have to get at least uh, one two-point conversion. And a give to the fullback, or rather to Trohill, and Trohill fights his way, and he's short of the goal line. No good, run no good, and the score with 10.09 to go. Deckerville 25, Yale 14, we'll be right back. Across the Thumb and Blue Water area, Kohler Oil Company is on the go with complete propane service. Kohler Oil Company with free tank installation and free safety inspection. For information or delivery to your farm or home, just call toll-free 1-800-572-2191. For propane and all your other petroleum needs, it's Kohler Oil of Brown City. They go everywhere. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, Drop by for your party supplies, stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Well, the kicking game has set up a lot of things for the Eagles tonight. And once again, they set up a short field on the 44, and the Eagles moved it uh, smartly down and into the end zone, leading 25-14. Here's the kick by Richard Merriman. This one's deep. Down on the left side, and they do go with the handoff. I think number 20 on that far side has it, and he is hit and dropped after he gets up close to the 25-yard line as the Deckerville Eagles cover that kickoff very well. You know, Willard gave it to Blotsky on the reverse, and uh, Deckerville tackled both Willard and Blotsky, and uh, keeps Yale back at about their own 25 or 26-yard line. They'll have to start there, and they, and they need to score quite quickly here as they need two scores here in this fourth quarter to try and get back ahead of the Eagles. 10-0-3 to go. The Deckerville Eagles leading now 25-14. Yale's football on their own 26. Brennan looks over the defense. A little bit different uh, situation. They go to a deep back on this one and some good running room as they change their formation and try to uh, 
get a little more running room for Fahey. They had him in a deep back position that time, Tom. He's been short all night, and that time he was very deep, and uh, they gave him the handoff out of that. He picked up about three and a half or four yards, uh, third and seven, or second and seven, or second and six. We'll go with second and seven as he's uh, inside the 30 and started on the 26. So he's short of the four-yard marker. He had to get over the 30 to get that four yards. Brennan looks him over, wing to the right and slot to the right. And he drops back. He's going to throw the football. Has a man out here, and it's caught. A great catch out here in the flat uh, by Delk. Justin Delk catches the football and rolls for about 15 yards. Well, that ball was really well thrown there by uh, Brennan. He hit Delk right in stride. Gary Messing made a good tackle there on Delk, uh, or he may have been gone. Well, the ball's marked at the 45, so a gain of 11 on the play. The first and 10 for the Yale Bulldogs from their own 45. Brennan. Looks him over, that same formation. Drops back and gives to the deep back. Fahey is hit, though, at the line of scrimmage. Maybe got a yard on the play. Not much running room there for Fahey. As Deckerville jammed that up good. Uh, Gordon Hardy again getting up from the bottom of that pile. We'll give him a yard on the play. Second down and nine for the Yale Bulldogs. 8.42 to go in this one. Deckerville leading 25-14. Yale with a very important possession on this drive. They need to get another score right away to have time maybe to get that uh, final score that could mean a victory. Brennan looks them over. Long count comes back, and he is hit. Oh, he is hit as soon as he, before he can throw the football. Good play by... The defensive linebacker on that far side, I think it was Scott Merriman. It was Scott Merriman. He was blitzing from that linebacker spot, and uh, he came in unblocked, and he really leveled Brennan, and Brennan didn't have a chance. He did get rid of the football. Well, so it goes as an incomplete pass, third and nine. 8.13 on the clock after that incomplete pass. Out over the ball. Comes Miodowski, a 6'2", 290-pound junior. Brennan with another long count. Drops back. Fakes to the first man and keeps it himself, and he doesn't go anywhere. He may have lost a yard on a play. That's something different we haven't seen from Yale as he faked that ball to Fahey and then tried to keep it himself. But uh, nothing going there, and now it's fourth down. I got a decision to make. Do they punt it away, or do they go? Fourth down and ten for the... The L Bulldogs, and they have sent their punter out, Rob Turner. We'll see if Broski goes back. He does. With this much time in the ball game, you got to hope that Deckerville makes a mistake. You punt the ball away, maybe Broski will uh, drop it and uh, give Yale the football in good field position. Or they'll get a fumble and the turnover and get the ball right back. Their penalty flag is thrown. I believe it's going to be an illegal procedure. Too much time uh, against the Yale Bulldogs. Well, that was close. It had to be because that ball was in the air when that whistle blew. Yeah. <laughs> that was close and uh, unfortunate for Yale. Well, they walk off five yards. That doesn't make much difference right now. They just need uh, another possession and the football back. 
This time Roski marches back close to his 30-yard line. Turner's been under a lot of pressure in this ball game, and with a fourth and 14 now, don't be surprised that uh, he gets a lot of pressure on this punt. Well, Brian Miller has already blocked one for Deckerville. Well, he got a good snap. He's going to throw the football. He has a man open out in the flat, and it's overthrown. Well, they try to uh, a trick play or a pass play on the fourth and ten from the punter that time, uh, Rob Turner. And it goes as an incomplete pass, and Deckerville will take over on a short field. Well, you got to give Deckerville credit. They had three people over there on the play, though, and they weren't fooled at all on the fake. Well, they're going to have the ball on the Yale's 40-yard line. Probably not a bad gamble there by Coach Smesnick. Uh, with the time running down, they need to score twice. Probably not a bad gamble at all, although he did come up empty. But I always like to put it in the uh, quarterback's hands. He's been throwing the football very well so far. Give the bowling, and bowling is hit. And he is stopped after maybe a yard gain on the play. He is really hammered. Turner there, I believe, with a big hammer there as he hit bowling and really drove him back. A good hit there by Rob Turner. Well, they mark it as no gain on the play, so it's second down and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. Well, the line judge on the far side I thought was going to give him a yard, but uh, they move it right back, and it's uh, second and 10. 6.50 to go in this one. Deckerville holding on to a 25-14 lead. Palmer drops back, gives it to Trohill off that right side. Trohill is hit uh, by two men. McFadden from his linebacker spot does a great job, along with number 85, Molesworth, and he only gets about a yard on the play. Well, Yale's defense has uh, been tough here these first two downs, but uh, the time is against them as we're winding down to the 6.20 mark, and Yale needs to score twice. A big third down play for the Yale Bulldogs here as they want that football back and like to get it in decent field position. They're still looking for a turnover. They're doing some pretty good hitting right now and trying to force a mistake by the Deckerville Eagles. Palmer. Looks over the defense. He's going to throw the football. Has a man over the middle. That's Richard Merriman, and he makes a great catch. Oh, Richard Merriman it looked like he never had a chance for that one. That shows you what kind of hands this young man has. He gains 21 yards on the pass play, but there is a penalty flag, and it's going to come back as the Eagles are going to be called for holding in the middle of that line. Now, that was a great circus catch by Merriman as he tipped the ball up in the air and then uh, had the presence to bring it down, And uh, but it's going to be negated by a holding penalty. This is a big play for the Yale Bulldogs because with six minutes left on the clock, they need to get the football back. They could ill have afforded to have Deckerville have a first and 10 on the 19-yard line, which is where they were. Now they're all the way back over the 50, and it's going to be... Uh, Third down and 23. And also stops the clock for Yale. And the ball's back on Deckerville's 47. Palmer's going to go back. He's throwing a screen pass, trying to set it up, and he does get it to to Bowling, but Bowling's going to be dropped for a loss on the play. Another yard loss. Now that'll make fourth down. I'm sure Deckerville will punt away here now. Fourth and 24. Yale will get a chance to put a drive together here again. Fourth down and 24 for the Deckerville Eagles. Clock continues to run. 
Down to 5-10. Going to be under five minutes when Yale gets the ball back, so the clock is their enemy now. Behrman back on his own 35-yard uh, line. Oh, and the right in takes off a little too early. Roski was waiting for that snap, and he was gone before the ball was snapped, and it's going to be a five-yard walk-off against the Deckerville Eagles. Fourth down and 29 for the Deckerville Eagles now as the ball is marked on the 41. That's fourth and forever. 29 yards to go, but uh, they're going <laughs> to punt it away here. Well, they go back. We'll see if Roski can maintain his position this time as he looks in waiting for that snap. And they had a long count. This time uh, he throws the football over the middle. It's caught. And Trohill trying to get some running room fights his way inside the 40, but it's going to be short of the first down. And Yale will take over, but they took a gamble and had everyone spread out and almost made the big play. They gained about uh, 19 yards on the play. Well, I think they saw everybody, Yale had everybody up going after the block, and instead of uh, Merriman uh, punting it, he just threw the ball over the middle to Ross, who was wide open, but uh, the deep people for Yale were able to come up and make the stop short of the first down. First and 10 for the Yale Bulldogs with 4.51 to go in this one. They have the ball on their own 39-yard line. Deckerville leading 25-14. Brennan looks things over. As everyone inside gives to uh, Varian in the backfield, and he is hit for a big loss. Loss of almost five on the play. We're going to mark it back uh, to the 35 uh, and uh, not give him quite as much on the loss. So it's going to be a loss of about four. That whole interior line of the Eagles right in on top of Varian as he never had a chance. He was tack gang tackled there in the backfield by everybody up front there for Deckerville. And worse yet, the clock keeps running. Running down to five, 420 now with Deckerville leading 25 to 14. Brendan brings them out. I'm surprised they aren't spreading people out and throwing the football. Maybe they're going to throw from this formation. Brendan drops back. He's going to throw the football. He gets it away, but it's, and it's caught. And it's going to be a first down as he got the ball over the middle to Steve Willard. Steve Willard catches it on the 50-yard line, and it's a gain on the play of 14 yards. Well, that'll stop the clock as they move the change, and uh, we're down to the four-minute mark, and Yale needs to score quickly here, leading, trailing by 11, 25-14. First and 10, now they're on the Deckerville 49. We'll give him 15 yards on that play as it winds down now to 348. Brennan brings him out. Has everyone in tight with a man in motion, Berrien, and gives fakes to the first man through, throws it out into the wing. It's caught there that time by Willard. Willard gets away from one man, but a good defensive play out there by Scott Merriman as he tripped him up and got only about five yards on the play. Scott Merriman gets him around the ankles, or he may have... Uh May have been gone on that as he made a great diving tackle and got him around the ankles. Stopped Willard after a gain of five. Second and five on the 45, the Deckerville 45. That was a great defensive play because he catches that and keeps going. He could be off to the races. Down to three minutes to go in this one. Deckerville holding on, 25-14. 
Brennan looks things over, has a man in motion, Berrien drops back, he's going to throw the football again. Has a man open out in the flat, and it's overthrown. Over the head of the receiver on the far sideline, as he intended that one for Rob LaPlay. Justin Trohill there with good coverage on the play, and uh, he didn't give him any room at all, Nort. Well, they need to just get the first down now. When you're in a third down situation in five, you got to maintain possession. I know you like to go uh, deep, but uh, you go deep on first and second down and get the first down on third down. Don't force yourself to have to pick it up on fourth down. We'll see if they uh, maybe run the uh, fullback on this one. Uh, the Eagles shouldn't be ready for Fahey to get the football. And he's been their main man most of this ball game. He's up there tight in that uh, back to that double wing formation. They do uh, keep it himself and uh, looks like he's going to get the first down. A great dive there by Brennan as he got it inside the 40 to the Deckerville 39. It's a first and 10 for the Yale Bulldogs. Faked it to Fahey in the middle and Brennan kept it himself and made that last dive there and just got it over the first down marker to keep this drive alive. They move it down to the Deckerville 39 yard line and a great run by Brennan to pick up the first down. 2.46 on the clock as the clock begins to roll again. Brennan looking over the defense, has the man in motion, drops back. He's going to keep the football, throws it out here in the flat to Berrien, and he goes nowhere. He is hammered to the ground. A great to tackle out there from a couple of the linebackers for the Eagles. One of them there was Derek Vogel. Derek Vogel's had some big hits tonight, and that was one of them. As they Just a swing pass there to Berrien, and Vogel leveled him. Timeout, Yale, 2.24 on the clock. It's Deckerville 25, Yale 14. We'll be right back. Do you value life? Life insurance, that is. When you buy your life insurance through auto owners from Kelly & Company in Marlette, they'll save you money with premium discounts on your car and homeowner's coverage. At Kelly & Company, they're specialists in insurance, people, and the things people own. You owe it to yourself and to your family to talk to Kelly & Company about life. No problem life protection through auto owner's insurance. Contact Kurt Kelly at Kelly & Company in Marlette or give them a call at 1-800-257-3735 and ask about the multi-policy discount with life insurance through auto owners. Get ahead at St. Clair Coning Community College. Are you ready to start your college career? To seek a better job? To personally enrich your life? SC4 can help you reach your goals with quality, affordable instruction. They fit your lifestyle with a variety of day, evening, and weekend classes. You can also take college courses at six convenient SC4 centers throughout the sum or at home online. Call SC4 for a free class schedule. Reach your goals to get ahead at St. Clair County Community College. Well, back we are after the Yale timeout. They have a second down and 12 from the Deckerville 41. Brennan drops back, and it's a double reverse uh, situation, and not much there that time. I think that uh, Willard ended up with the football. Yeah, they uh, gave it to the wing back there, uh, Barry, and then he reversed it back to Willard, but nothing doing there, and it's third and 12. Third and 12 for the Deckerville 41. As Brennan looks over the defense, he drops back. He's going to throw the football and doesn't have time. He does loft it out there. A good catch by Berrien. He's going to get the first down, and we could have a roughing the quarterback on this one, and it's going to add some yardage to this pass that he got to Berrien for about seven yards. Gordon Hardy had his sights on uh, Brennan, and uh, official said he hit him late. As Brennan just lofted up in the air, and Berrien was able to run underneath it. And they're going to take the penalty, I'm sure, because I think this is tacked on to the uh, end of the play. 
we'll see what the call is. Uh, I believe you're right. I believe it's tacked on to where the play ended up. They're uh, looking, uh, talking this over in the middle of the field and uh, trying to make a decision about uh, is this or is this not tacked on to the play. And I'm not sure myself. You know, you got high school, you got college, you got pros, and they're all a little bit different uh, on their interferences, their holding, and their penalties against the quarterback. And uh, they're going to walk this off from the uh, original line of scrimmage. So they bring it back to the original line of scrimmage from the 41 and walk off 15 yards down to the 26. So that's what they're going to do. So it's a first and 10 on the Deckerville 26-yard line. So we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just guessing because it's so, so different uh, in each uh, level. They have a first down, though, on the Deckerville 26. 155 left in this one. Brennan drops back, gives to the fullback, and not much there. And a timeout called by the Yale Bulldogs. 149 on the clock after the run of about a yard, and it's 25-14. We'll be right back. For years, Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. It pays to shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. America. 149 on the clock, 25-14. The Deckerville Eagles with the lead. And uh, the Eagles have done what they wanted to do, Tom. They have made uh, Yale earn uh, the yardage that they have gotten so far in this drive. And then since that uh, initial run of the third quarter that got them the big touchdown and got them within five points. And uh, uh, the defense has uh, hung in there for the Eagles and done a pretty good job. Other than that 73-yard touchdown they gave up with uh, Faye, they've uh, done a good job defensively this second half. Here we go. Second down and 10 for the Deckerville 26, and Brennan's back to throw the football. Has a man over the middle, and it's caught. Caught short, though, as he falls to the ground after a gain of, the, of about five yards. The play was coming back for that football, and uh, good coverage in the secondary by Deckerville. Makes it third and three. So we'll give him seven yards on the play. Third down and three. Clock continues to run. 125 as it ticks down against the Yale Bulldogs. Man in motion again. Brennan dropping back, trying to get some time. Throws it to the end zone. He has a man down there. I think it's caught. Yes, it is. Touchdown for the Yale Bulldogs. Boyke. Good pass to Boyke, and he catches it in the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, Boyke's got great leaping ability, and uh, he's leaped up and caught a few of them here this half, and that was the important one there. Is Yale now trails 25-20 to 20 with the extra point here attempt coming. 19 yards on that touchdown pass. Yeah. 
And they're going to line up for two, I'm sure, although it uh, would put them within three, so it's a pretty important two-point conversion. They would put them within a uh, field goal. Brennan dropping back. He's going to throw the football. Has no time. He is hit. Dropped in the backfield. So with uh, 112 to go, a very important extra point miss there. And the Eagles maintain a five-point lead, but it's not over yet. The onside kick is up and coming here as the Yale Bulldogs talk things over. They trail 25-20. We'll be right back. Riders Corner on the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road is your home for BP gasoline and so much more. Riders Corner features video rentals, grocery items, beverages, party supplies, and the Michigan Lotto. Riders Corner also has camping supplies available to enjoy the rest of the camping season, or you can get ready for the hunting season with a stop to Riders Corner. They have hunting and fishing licenses available along with hunting supplies. It's all at one location. Riders Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Road. 112 on the clock, 25-20, Deckerville holding on. Yale with an upcoming, most likely, onside kick. And I don't think it'll be a surprise to anyone in the uh, stadium today if they kick it onside. They have lined up a lot of people over on uh, the one side. We'll see if they bring the rest of them over there and set it up to the far sideline. That's where the Eagles are expecting it. They come up and they go to this side, and it's caught by an Eagle. Bowling uh, catches it and falls to the ground uh, with the football, and that's probably going to secure a Deckerville victory as they put all the good hands up front, and Deckerville survives. And Brennan came across, and Delk is the kicker, but Brennan came across and onside it, and the ball bounced right up, and uh, Palmer hit him right in the hands, and he fell right on it, and I think that's going to do it, Nord, as I believe uh, Yale's out of timeouts. Well, I think you're right as uh, the uh, ball will be snapped. We'll see if they go down on a knee here, which I would think they would want to do. Well, they split Trohill out to the left. And Scott Merriman out to the left. And they drop back and give it to the fullback. And he has some running room. And uh, one thing uh, about giving it to C.J. Bowling, he has probably the surest hands on this football team. Well, they, let's see, the clock does not stop, so I don't believe they needed to do that. Did they, Nord, if no timeouts are left? I believe... Uh, well, even if they only had one timeout, I don't think they could stop the clock enough times to get the football back. Right, exactly. Well, they're going to spread things out again, and uh, we'll see if he uh, runs the football again. He does. He gives it off to Bowling again, and Bowling just holding on to the football, fights his way for a first down, so he does get a Deckerville first down. So that kind of makes it a mute point. Deckerville number seven, C.J. Bowling on the carry, tackle by number 80. Yale takes their last timeout. Well, they take a timeout, uh, but it's going to be a Deckerville first down, which it's got to be their last time out. 25 seconds on the clock here as the Deckerville Eagles are going to hold on and survive against a very good effort by this Yale football team. Taking them right to the wire here. 25 to 20 is the score, and it's been a great game again, Tom. It sure shows how important that uh, 
failure for Yale to get in at the end of the first half down there as uh, they nearly got in and uh, they trailed by two scores by not getting in and they've outscored Deckerville here 14 to 6 the second half but they trailed 19 to 6 at halftime. And they, that set up one of the touchdowns for Deckerville too. They had first and 10 uh, or first and goal from the 10-yard line and weren't able to get in. And that has to frustrate them. They come out in the second half and, and get a big run. You look at that touchdown, they'd have had the lead at that time. Great. Now with 25 seconds to go, uh, one kneel uh, here by the quarterback, and now they have everyone up there, and you know he's going to just come in between these uh, two backs and take the snap and go down to his knee, and that's what they do, and uh, that's going to be it. The clock is ticking down. The Deckerville Eagles have survived. The final score here from Yale, it's Deckerville 25, Yale 20. We'll be right back. Who helped you build? Moore and Carter Lumber invite you to take advantage of a great fall special. Choose beautiful Lafada cabinets for your kitchen and get a free sink base with a minimum order of 12 kitchen cabinets. Select from many wood choices, including oak, maple, and cherry, and lots of door styles. See Moore and Carter for in-home measurements and see what your kitchen will look like before you buy. For custom-made Lafada cabinets, it's Moore and Carter Lumber in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. Do you value life? Life insurance, that is. When you buy your life insurance through auto owners from Kelly & Company in Marlette, they'll save you money with premium discounts on your car and homeowner's coverage. At Kelly & Company, they're specialists in insurance, people, and the things people own. You owe it to yourself and to your family to talk to Kelly & Company about life. No problem life protection through auto owner's insurance. Contact Kurt Kelly at Kelly & Company in Marlette or give them a call at 1-800-257-3735 and ask about the multi-policy discount with life insurance through auto owners. Well, a frustrating loss for the Yale Bulldogs who battled right to the finish again and the Deckerville Eagles prevailed 25-20, Tom, another great football game. And a very important win for the Eagles as now they clinch at least a tie north uh, of that greater thumb east and the... Uh, a big shout came out uh, as the final second ticked off from the Eagle faithful over there. As I know, they sure, I'm sure they realize that uh, that does give them at least uh, a share of the league title. Well, not only a share of the league title, but another win against a B or a, a higher school that's going to give them bonus points and uh, possible home field advantage for the playoffs, Tom. And uh, that, uh, I'm sure, would uh, be very uh, much to the likings of the Deckerville faithful as uh, they had a home playoff game last year. I believe it was their first playoff win, wasn't it, against the <laughs> First, uh, after a frustrating seven losses, I think, in a row, they finally got a playoff win last year. And uh, certainly uh, they would like to have another one at home. The athletic director would like to have another one at home. <laughs> it's, it does help the budget a little bit. Well, uh, for Tom Duran, this is North Tram talking to you from Yale once again with the final score. The Deckerville Eagles go to 7-0. and They beat the Yale Bulldogs 25-20. Thank you. A lot of that Sandusky game. I don't know how we pick them, but we certainly had a couple wild ones last night. Oh, definitely. And, you know, uh, it almost went into uh, double overtime. Well, Brown City actually had a chance to win that one because Sandusky missed the conversion attempt in overtime. They were within one foot of scoring. I talked to Jeff Turpening after the game, and he says it was very, very close, North, to uh, tying that ball game up. That's how exciting it was. 
Well, you know, people think that we favor one team or another, and I suppose in the back of our hearts, you know, I would be cheering for Deckerville, you'd be cheering for Sandusky, but the main thing we like when we broadcast games is to have games that are close and exciting, and we certainly have had that uh, this year with several overtimes. I think that was the third overtime that we've had on the air this year. Yes, uh, I think the only one that was really a big washout uh, uh, was one that we did on 92.5. Uh, Emily City, uh, or no, it was North Branch Wesley, and they rolled all over Dryden. But outside of that, all those games have been exciting, North. And it certainly was last night. I traveled to Yale last night in a battle between two teams that uh, are uh, that both have a chance for the playoffs, and uh, Yale still has that chance, but now they're going to have to win their last two games. Last night... The Eagles' uh, kicking game uh, came into play. In the first quarter, they kicked off to Yale. The ball rolled to the 15 where Yale took over, and they had 85 yards to go. What did they do? They marched right down the field. Fahey for six, LeMay for eight, Fahey, uh, LeMay for nine more, Fahey for two and eight, and then a pass to Boyke for 33 yards and a first and down for the Yale Bulldogs at the Deckerville 20-yard line. On second and ten, a uh, screen pass to Berrien out in the flat. He rushed in for 20 yards and a touchdown. The run was no good. And at the 8.15 mark of the first quarter, an eight-play, 85-yard drive gave the Yale Bulldogs a 6-0 lead. Deckerville took over in its own 26 on the next kickoff. Went three and out, punted the ball. Yale at uh, Deckerville 49, a short field, but they were unable to move the football. Punted the ball pinned Deckerville back on their own 11-yard line. Deckerville began one of their best drives of the night as uh, they uh, had bowling for 9 and 9 and Trohill for 11. Then a nice pass from uh, Palmer to Roski for 32 yards and the Deckerville Eagles were inside the 10-yard line first and goal after a bowling run of 11 yards. And uh, they were first and goal at the Yale 9. And on the next play, they fumbled. Yale took over on its own 7 and was unable to do anything. They got a couple penalties, ended up with 4th and 15. Kicked from the end zone. Nathan Roski uh, took the punt in, rushed back third, 25 yards and at the 5-yard line. The Eagles had first and goal. And on second and goal, Tom Palmer got into the end zone with 28 seconds left in that quarter kick was no good and it was six to six Yale and Deckerville during the second quarter Yale took over on its own 37 and had to end up punting the punt was blocked and Yale ended up with Deckerville on their own 30-yard line with 11:46 to go in that quarter and uh, the Eagles marched in on a pass to Richard Merriman with seven plays 30 yards and at the 950 mark the run was no good for the extra point, but the Eagles had a 12-6 lead. Yale took over on zone 37, got an initial first down, but ended up punting the ball. Deckerville on its own 31. And a big play here was a 72-yard TD run by C.J. Bowling, and Richard Merriman kicked the extra point. Deckerville led 19-6. Yale took over on its own 23 and marched down the field. Uh, pass to Boyke of 35 yards, gave them a first down at the Deckerville 20. They rushed uh, to the 10 and got a first and goal there, but were unable to get in on four incomplete passes, and uh, the clock ran out, and it was Deckerville 19, Yale 6 at the halfway mark. 
Third quarter found Deckerville taking over on its own 33, punting to Decker to Yale on its own 12. And the big play here on second and eight from the Yale uh, 27-yard line. It was a 73-yard touchdown run by Fahey, the pass to LaPlay, and all of a sudden it was 19-14, Deckerville leading by only five. And that's the way the quarter ended, back and forth, 19-14. And in the beginning of the fourth quarter, Yale had to punt, and Deckerville took over on the Yale 44. Another short field, and it only took a few plays for C.J. Bowling to run in from 22 yards, and uh, the run was no good and it was 25-14, but things weren't over there. Yale took over on its own 39 at the 451 mark of the ball game, marched right down the field, but unfortunately for them, it took most of that time. At the 112 mark, a 19-yard TD pass uh, to Boyke, and it was 25-20, to and that's the way it ended, is the Eagles got the ball on their own 44 on the onside kick and were able to run out the time. First downs, Deckerville 11, Yale 12, 30, 32 rushes for 226 yards for the Eagles, 37 for 161 for Yale. Yale's Brennan it was 12 of 23 for 171 yards, and uh, Palmer was 5 of 13 for 77 yards, and we had a chance this morning to talk to Bill Brown. We're talking to Bill Brown for the uh, Deckerville Eagles. Coach, congratulations on another win. Thank you, Nort. This was not an easy football game. This Yale team is big and young, and uh, right now they're seven games into a season, and most of these juniors on that team are considered seniors. Well, yeah, they've improved a lot since uh, game two when they played Brown City when we went down and scouted them. But, uh, hey, we, we did some things. We didn't execute uh, a couple times and shot ourselves in the foot offensively and defensively, so, you know, that doesn't help out neither. Well, they had their best drive of the game the first time they had the football when they marched down the field and scored on a 23-yard pass from Brennan to uh, Berrien, and uh, they were ahead 6 to nothing. The Eagles had to dig in in that first quarter. Well, that's not what the game plan was. We wanted to get on them early, and uh, they, they came out, and they went right, pushed it right down and went right down our throat and scored. So that wasn't good. So... Uh, we had to come back. I, I think, yeah, we got something going offensively, but we had a fumble, I believe, that uh, that hurt us down there, probably in the red zone around the 10-yard line. That killed us. So, um, But we got on them later in the half. Well, you, you came back late in that first quarter and got the football in good field position and uh, punched it into the end zone on a Ryan Palmer run. Then in the second quarter, a couple big plays. Uh, you forced them to punt from their end zone, and uh, Nathan Roski did it again on a nice run, uh, set up a, another touchdown, and then a big run by C.J. Bowling in that first half. Yeah, special teams did a great job for us uh, all, all night. I mean, we had, a, we had a punt block, I think, that ended up in the score also that, that we drove down, and then we had a nice punt return down the four there. So that, that was that's nice to see our special teams come around there. Special teams coach Dan Brown's doing a great job there, and uh, when you can, when you get the short field, you know you should be able to score, and that's what happened. I think we got the short field on them, and and uh, we just put it in from there, and that, that's what happens. You can just look at the um, stat sheet, and you can see that we've got less yards than they do total offense. So, and that's just because we played on the short field most of the night. Well, I think one of the most important uh, parts of the ball game was when they had the ball first and go on the 10-yard line and you held them out with four straight plays. Yeah, right before halftime. And 
that, that was crucial. It ended up being maybe the difference in the game, the way the score indicated. But um, we, we they came out in some things in the second half we weren't quite ready for. We made an adjustment um, uh, beginning in the fourth quarter there offensively, and, and we started moving the ball well. It wasn't going to be a problem moving the football after that situation. But I think that, that last drive they had was probably a six- or seven-minute drive that they scored on finally. And, uh, I mean, they just took the clock right up. And, but it was, it was an exciting football game. There's a lot of parity in the league, and, and uh, we somehow have to play a little bit better. We had some penalties that hurt us, and we had that fumble that hurt us. So um, somehow we've got to get playing a little bit, a little bit better football. In that third quarter, uh, uh, Fahey broke loose for a long run and scored a touchdown, but after that you uh, seemed to hold him down, and, and he didn't get as much yardage as they probably wanted him to get for the rest of their ballgame. Well, no, he, he had a couple big plays, a couple big runs for him, and, and uh, we, we can't have that happen. I mean, when you, you have somebody going right up the middle of your defense, you're in trouble. We, you know, you, it's hard. If you can't shut that down, we're going to be in trouble. So, um, We'll make some adjustments. We'll, we'll fix it, and, and uh, we'll be ready for next week. Coach, two more games uh, in the regular season. Next week you're at home for the final time in the regular season, and uh, the Marlott Red Raiders come into town. Uh, parents' night. At, uh, uh, it's another tough night uh, to concentrate on the football game. Well, it is kind of a distract distraction, but also, on the other hand, your parents are there, and you want to honor them with a, with a victory. And, what better way to do that than uh, with a conference championship? But, uh, well, it's going to be tough. I mean, they have some talent. They have some great skill people there, and uh, they're a very good coach. And uh, we're going to have to play well, and hopefully we can put that uh, banner on the press box come Friday night. Coach, congratulations on the win. Congratulations on getting at least a share of the title now, going for the full share next Friday, and uh, good luck then. Thanks, sir. The football, the first shutout of the year for the uh, Redskins, and a very important one it was. Yes, I just talked to Rick's wife, Deb, and uh, she's going to try and page him, and uh, maybe he'll call us yet within the hour. He's, I guess, working with the uh, young football players. Now, I guess they've got a young uh, junior high program or uh, even a preschool program that's going right now, and uh, she said that he may give us a call. In the first half, North, they uh, played the entire uh, first half in Brown City territory and it was uh, quite a defensive battle between both the teams and very exciting one you know sometimes you don't have to have a whole lot of scoring to have an exciting football game well it sounds like the uh, Redskins played a full uh, 48 minutes in this one they had to lead uh, the week before against a very tough cross Lexington team weren't able to hold on but in this one uh, they not only held on but won it in overtime and a lot of the people had left because a rainstorm came a couple of times and uh, those that stayed that uh, were in for quite a treat there in the overtime period especially uh, after Sandusky made the uh, score and then missed the conversion attempt and Brown City got down and uh, the guy actually got into the end zone with the football but the uh, referee ruled that his knee touched the ground about a foot from the end zone and that the uh, was the difference in the ball game, or they might have had some extra overtimes. We sent all that rain up north to you because uh, we had a beautiful, cool night down at uh, Yale with no rain at all. Oh, it uh, first quarter and the third quarter, I think, uh, came down pretty good. Nothing like it did there for Deckerville's homecoming night. <laughs> <laughs> that was a monsoon. <laughs> Taking a look at the statistics from that uh, football game, Sandusky with 13 first downs, 54 rushes for 174 yards. 
and uh, 52 in the air on 4 of 11 uh, for the Brown City Green Devils, 37 rushes.